The following may contain language which will be offensive to some people and inappropriate for children. Still here? Then pour your favourite beverage and let's get this fucking show started. Fantastic Forum. Assemble. You're watching Fantastic Forum, the premier show about comic books and your live weekly conversation about entertainment and geek culture. We are the Fantastic Forum coming to you live and direct from the Hall of F. Hope everyone for morning, afternoon, evening, or night is the case, maybe depending on where you are in the world. And if you're not, you stick with us. Go ahead and take it up a notch. We have the usual suspects in the building. First, he is our riddle inside of an enigma trap, the Chinese finger cuffs. You don't know him. Love him anyway. He's our silent assassin, Jay. Hey, okay. I think I figured it out. What what conversation are you having, Jay? <laughs> uh, I was mentioning that I couldn't hear the text messages. I, I think I figured out why. <laughs> Oh, okay. I'm, I'm happy to hear it, Jay. Jay's like, okay, I figured it out. Like, okay. <laughs> Got it. Next. He is our intrepid senior reporter. He's next in line for the cow. He's our resident Dark Knight detective. It's Oz. Anybody ever ask why in that opening it has all of us except for Jay, who's been replaced by Bane shrugging? <laughs> Yes, Lawrence did ask that uh, when we first uh, when we first made it, and the reason I am not in it is because I have not recorded anything since we started doing video. Like lies, lies, huh? lies. What have I done? Like every show we do. No, that that doesn't count. Like everything. Everything from that intro is solo projects. That's one of Oz's unboxings, Lawrence's watching horror, a Lawrence reaction video, and Mo was doing a side uh, review where he, I think it was reviewing either something he liked or something he kickstarted. I don't remember, but it was his solo okay. review. Well, well, so well, I haven't done any solo recording since we've started video. We're going we to change that WonderCon. Yeah, once I do, I can replace oh, Bane with me. I was I was hoping there was going to be something like, well, that may be Joe in that Bane mask. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. That buff white man is, in fact, Jay. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Achievement unlocked, right? <laughs> Look, I got, I got a freaking... One experience point for figuring it out. Like, wait a minute, how do you know? <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we're gonna we're gonna film some stuff at WonderCon with just Jay, and then we're gonna be like, hey, take Bane out and put that guy in, Jay, or else. No, I, I, I would have done it by now. I would have recorded by now, but my camcorder is super old. I'm fixing it. Like, uh, it's like we've never done this show before. Like, well, like I, I just figured out why I wasn't hearing stuff. And now oh. I can now we hear everything. everything. Now we hear everything. <laughs> it's 
like, wait a minute. Jane's like, oh, I feel like my phone's been on silent all day. Let me do the show and then go ahead and put it max value. <laughs> Damn it, Jane. It's okay. Shout out to Moses Magnum. He, he's having some technical difficulties, but we hope he will be here soon. The, the, the backbone, the pillar of Fantastic Forum, he'll be around. Uh, by the way, I'm Lawrence Young. They call me Mary Young. Welcome to Fantastic Forum. Uh, we got a great show for you today because we are going to be talking to you all about Shazam, Fury of the Gods, the new movie. Uh, and we're going to be talking to you about uh, Superman and Lois, season three, which just premiered uh, just a couple weeks ago, if I'm not mistaken. So we got that happening. And of course, whatever else it is that you all want to talk about. So we'll tell you how it is that you can do that in just a moment. Uh, but before we do, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, because without him, this show would not have happened. So uh Hey, Scott, how are you? Hope you're doing well, man. Uh, yeah. And uh, dude, normally this would be where we would have the intern tell you Wanna about get in stuff. get on the but... action? Call Fantastic oh. Forum on Skype oh. and join the fun. Too shy to call in? It's okay. You can join the Discord chat room available at fantasticforum.live. Join the party. You know you want to. <laughs> Look at this. Good fortune abounds. The intern comes in. Moses is here, ladies and gentlemen. Moses it's like a diving camera. <laughs> yeah. I'm calling in from the rounders. <laughs> look, you look like you're extreme podcasting. <laughs> <laughs> like this, like if you told me you were in free fall as you were podcasting, I think I'd believe you. I need your hair to blow a little bit. You're just like, I, I'm on the, I'm on the, <laughs> I'm on the space stage. You're on, the, you're on the space stage. Okay, hey, man. Listen, I'm not mad at you. Welcome. We're just happy you're here, friend. Put the ass in astronaut. <laughs> okay. There it is. That's the that's the new uh, NASA slogan. <laughs> uh, or, because we're getting ready for WonderCon. I don't have, like... A camera to use other than the one I was using. Everything's at my storage at the shop, and for some reason, everything decided to go on the fridge. I don't know how long this will last, but we'll see. I mean, you sound fine now, and yeah, not doing the thing that it was earlier. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's up with that with that camera, but uh, pissing me off because that's the one to do everything over there. So. Luckily, I have spares, but you know, it's not about that. It's about the quality, you know. Yeah. Well, like, I can't folks, move like. <laughs> That's pretty cool, though. I kind of like it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not bad at it. You should when you do your uh, solo content. You should do it like that. Uh, yeah, I did, but without the fisheye, I ha I have a setup for that where everything is just on one arm, and. Uh, but yeah, it's not not a fisheye camera, but it's what I have here right now. There it is. All right. Well, once again, thanks to the intern. Appreciate you. And uh, do what she says, fantasticforum.live, if you want to be on the show. Be the, the coveted fifth member of Fantastic Forum. And uh, we will go ahead, you know, if you want to call in. I mean, no, no. I told you that. If you want to chat, you can go to uh, Twitch. Or YouTube chat, and uh, 
yeah, we will take your comments directly out of chat, bring them into the show, such as uh, Jay. Consider witty chat coming here, man. Uh, Tiger Claw says, "What's up, Fantastic Forum? Any plans on reviewing any of the TMNT comics in the future? They have a bunch of them around. The whole Armageddon game storyline." Um, That's a good question, Tiger Claw. I am actually planning on reading TMNT and getting current, uh, but that is going to take a little bit. I'm like, get current? Like TMNT is like at like 150 or something, right? I don't know. More than that, but uh, the beauty of it is that they are like broken up by arcs, so it's easy to, to get yeah, jump. You jump in. You know where to jump in, even if you want to work, like move forward and then go backwards. You can do it. When when did Crane get a crocodile body? Man, listen. After no, the crocodile no, no. wars. <laughs> <laughs> TMT's at issue one thirty eight. Says Tiger Claw. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, I like I haven't been keeping up, but. Last I saw, I felt like yeah, it was in. It was well into the hundreds, one thirty-eight. That that feels very right. So, yeah, Jay, I don't now know, man. Current, now that I'm current with Sonic, I can work on TMNT. Or counterpoint, Jay. Counterpoint. We can step at the beginning of an arc, whatever the latest arc is, and then do that, and then you can go back. And fill in all the gaps. How is he going to know what's going on if he doesn't start at the beginning? If, I mean, if it's good comics, he'll be able to jump in. Yeah, why are you discouraging him from reading 138 books? I'm not discouraging him from reading the books. I am saying I'm what I'm doing is encouraging a particular order. Right. Because you know Jay. You know Jay like I know Jay. If you start aren't you spoiling the arcs that came before? He could do the 138 in like two weeks. See, Larry died, man. Oh, no, I'm here. I'm sorry. Am I, did I die? Did I go away? Uh-oh. You froze a little yeah. bit for me. Uh, damn it. Why am I freezing all of a sudden? You're, you're good now. You're good now. Okay, anyway. But what I'm saying is, yeah, look, I know Jay reads fast. And when he puts his mind to it, he gets through his stuff. But, you know, why Why have put yourself through all that when you don't have to? Well, we could just do whatever the current arc is together, give our opinion, and then, you know, Jay can even fill us in on his thoughts on TMNT as he's reading through the rest of it leisurely. If, if, look, you guys know if you wanted to read Ninja Turtles and review it, I would be down. But I feel like I'm the only one who would suggest it and so yeah so like if it's the order i want to read like if i'm the only one trying to review ninja turtles then i'll probably just do it the order that i'm reading in and now if you guys are like hey we need to review this armageddon game yeah i'll go out of order and read it and review it with you guys but i don't think any of you are doing that yeah we're good Tiger Claw is. Oh, our boss. <laughs> our 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 one look the chairman of the board, Tiger Claw. Yeah. <laughs> right, Tiger Claw Murdoch. Right, exactly. Ti- ti- Tiger Claw, mm-hmm. who the, the the person that gets all of our residuals. 
<laughs> I, was, I was just waiting to finish Sonic so I could jump in the Ninja Turtles. Okay. Um, I already read the first Omnibus, which was pretty good. Ninja um, Turtles? Yeah. Oh, I read that a few weeks back. So what does that go up to? What what number? Um, you had to guess. You don't. You have to give me exact. They should go to like forty or fifty. I think it was like six, but then there were like twelve individuals. Like I think there were like twelve extra stories that uh, aren't numbered. Like they were like specials. So you feel like it's six comics. Like twelve. Oh, it's got to be more than okay. that. Yeah, like not for an omnibus. That that would have to be just a. Uh, like I said, one. I don't really know. Okay. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. Yeah, well, still. Yeah. So the, the I guess the answer to your question is Tiger Claw, uh, coming soon. <laughs> like we're 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 gonna get to it because yeah we, Ninja, Ninja Turtle comics, um. I, love I, mean, I like her. She's an Arctic fox. Oh wow. He he's right. Uh the IDW collection volume one is the first 12 issues. Oh, see? The omnibus? Oh, let me research this. I'm happy to see that Tiger Claw's been buying those uh, IDW ones because, you know, being a shareholder as we are. Because, Jay, you're a shareholder too, right? Like, we were going to the meeting there yeah. in July. Mm-hmm. There's tales of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I don't know. Is that the same thing? It's got, the like, a cover that has the original Eastman Laird book and art. It's probably reprints. Yeah, Omnibus, Omnibus Volume 1. This one says it's uh, issues 1 through 7 of the original series, Tales of the TMNT, and issues 1 through 8 of the 2004 relaunch. Okay. Yeah, so that might not even be it either. I think. Yeah. The one I have has Raphael on the cover. Because the entire first omnibus is about Raphael. Yeah, that's the IDW collection. It's kind of like, um, not like cute Raphael, but like gritty. Right. Yeah, that's the. Uh, yeah, that's the first twelve issues. Okay. Yeah, I was right. I don't know, maybe plus, plus the Raphael, Michelangelo, Dante, Leonardo, and Splinter micro series one shots. So yeah, twelve. It's about eighteen. Bucks. Michelangelo one was pretty dope. I like that one. He like gets involved with the jewel heist. Okay, so about eighteen books is a little bit more than twelve. Sweet, sweet. All right, cool. But for real, that's sorry. All right. We should definitely review Sonic on the show at some point. You want to do the whole I'm the I I was thinking one of the Starline arcs, like either bad guys or imposter syndrome, 
it's like four issues and they're really good. Is it better than the movie? Much. Yeah. Is it better than Detective Pikachu? Than what? Is it better than Detective Pikachu? Yeah. Yeah, both both of those are better than Detective Pikachu. Lawrence has never seen Detective Pikachu, whatever. And I, I like Detective Pikachu. Tiger Club put a link to our affiliate link for Amazon so that you can buy the 14 book series. You can get another royalty check. Yeah. <laughs> he set up our affiliate link and it goes straight to his bank account. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's why I look like I'm in a fishbowl. <laughs> oh, that's too funny. All right. We should go ahead and get on with uh, a couple of these topics. That... What do you all want to talk about first? Uh, Shazam is the bigger one. We should talk about that. All right. All right. Shazam. Do you have movie music? Um, I don't have the movie. I have the TV and the comic book review. Okay. Let me do the the movie review. It makes it feel good on the inside. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Tiger Claw. Appreciate you. <laughs> All right. Shazam! Fury of the Gods. Uh, Oz. Yes. Why don't you tell the people, why don't you tell the people what this movie's about? Then? Oh, and just, you know, there's going to be some spoilers with head folks. So yeah. maybe just wait until, like, yeah. If you care about spoilers, <laughs> maybe wait until after that Chiron goes off. But more likely than not, you'll be fine. So uh, tell the people about Shazam, Fury of the Gods, please. It's uh, it's uh, Shazam 2. The end. <laughs> uh, much, yeah, so... Oh, I like was like, "What? What was the box office return, dude? You know it's low, Moses." <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, I just, I just want to gloat and be happy and and <laughs> you, know, you know it's low. And play this button. It's at three hundred and sixty-six million. Three hundred and six really. People actually went to see it after the oh, fight. Why? Let me see. That might that might be worldwide though. That might be the first that, one. <laughs> that could be the first one, right? No, is that the first one? Oh, did the yeah. second one do that? Yeah, no. Google asked me. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Domestic, it's thirty-four. Worldwide, <laughs> international, it's thirty-four. So it's at sixty-eight. <laughs> yeah. It's only sixty-eight million total worldwide. Yeah, worldwide. Yeah, that feels more right. <laughs> <It> made, <laughs> yeah, 
not adjust for inflation. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Oz, just like tell the people what the movie was about, like for those like because like look, Mo, Mo, you didn't see it, right? Fuck no, I didn't see it. But well, Jay, that's why I didn't make any out. money. Yeah. I'm sorry, say that again, Larry? Jay, I was saying, Jay, you, you saw it, right? Yeah. I mean, it was the number one movie, if that counts. Did it, did it, it actually did beat that, uh, that Demon Slayer movie, though, huh? Yeah, but the Demon Slayer movie is way down. Oh, you know, a typical a movie like that that didn't get any promotion, just like Shazam didn't get promotion. <laughs> <laughs> Stop this, though. Stop. Creed what? and 65. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Creed and it's what? Like in its month week? Or, I mean, in its Creed third? is in its second week. Okay. How did Scream do? 17. Oh. So Shazam beat it like almost double. Oh, I'm sad. I wish it would have done worse. Oh, Creed so, is in what? week three. Yeah. Um. So yeah, oh, so yeah Shazam. It's it's Shazam two, and uh, the daughters of the god Atlas. Um. Something happens that, that releases them, and they're mad that the gods' powers have been given to mortals because, you know, Shazam, yeah. Hercules, and all that. Yeah. And so they they want to get it back. And that's, uh, while that's going on, um, Shazam, Billy Batson, is struggling with being a leader for this new group of superheroes and dealing with abandonment issues apparently like he's worried they're gonna leave him like everybody else like like the like the audiences that came to see this movie <laughs> <laughs> or didn't <laughs> <laughs> they went to buy the ticket and then abandoned him That's like, they paid. It's, not it's not abandonment oh. if we never came in the first place <laughs> uh, Oz, can I ask you real quick? Because I, I mean, I, I know, like, other than what the premise is, like, really, like, there's nothing much. I mean, the premise itself actually feels like more of a Shazam, Captain Marvel type story, which is why I felt a little excited when I first saw the promotion. When I first saw the promotion, like two years ago, um, but then it's like this looks better than what the first one was, and then you know. You see Zachary Levy talking, and he's got even less muscles than the first movie. And I'm like, yeah, I'm not. Nah, it's not gonna happen. But the, but Helen Mirren and and you know all the other actresses playing those daughters of Atlas, like to me, I was like, man, this is like like Captain Marvel. I would want to watch, except without Zachary Levy, you know. But it's just, yeah. I, was it better? I guess what I'm trying to get at is, was it better than the first one, story wise? Story-wise, I think so. Um, honestly, it, it, to your point, the, those the, the commercials for it do it no justice. And Zachary Levi is still 
the uh, not a good option for this character. Like he know. is the the worst thing in this movie. Um, the the kid is a great Billy Batson. the The whole rest of the family actually does a really good job, especially Mary, who actually takes more of a leadership role. This movie does a really good job. Uh, Helen Mirren, Lucy Liu, and um, and uh, fake ass Supergirl. Well, she didn't really get the part, so that doesn't count. Uh, the the daughters of Atlas, they all do a good job. You know, they they they're all great. The visual effects look good. Even the costumes look better than than the first one. And he, the dude was fluffy in uh, in the first one. They all were, and they look a lot better in this one. Uh, the the interaction between the family, especially Freddie Freeman and uh, and Billy Batson, and that you know what's going on between them is, is great. There's a lot of good things in this movie until Zachary Levi opens his mouth, <laughs> and then it just gets dumb. Like he, he still like somebody. Somebody just told him he, he's playing a, a kid, so that's that's what he did. And you could see it, and it doesn't quite work when, when you compare it with with how Billy Batson is, and in fact, the other kids who are, in some cases, younger than him, the way they act, it, it just it, it doesn't. Zachary Levi does not work for this movie, and here's the thing: that's the exact same thing I said for the first one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the. Like story wise and visual effects wise and even acting wise around him, this is better than the first one. You know, it's not I'm not gonna sit here and tell you it's an amazing movie, Academy Award, yeah. or whatever. It's mindless fun at the theater. Like you you sit down, you turn off your brain, have some popcorn and beer, and have a good time for a couple hours. And I can't be mad at that even for uh well. From reading Captain Marvel and Shazam comics, I was like, that's kind of what that is. Like, that's why, you know, in the 30s and 40s, it, it outsold Superman because it, it was it was like Superman not taking itself as seriously. And it's a kid, you know, that that changes body with, with a, another being a paradimensional being, for lack of a better word. And, you know, and uh, that that was, you know, yeah, but, you know, it's a shame because I would have loved to see the both of these if you know it also if Zachary Levy had muscles <laughs> it, also, it also points out something that I think we've mentioned before when when they changed them from Captain Marvel to Shazam is um it points out that it's it's kind of dumb that his name is the word of power because if he introduces himself like he's gonna automatically change, right? Yeah. Like he can't say his own name to other people. Yeah. Like, like they, 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 they never imply that you have to say it a certain way, yeah. or, or with certain intention. It just you just have to say it, and it happens. Like the, it, any villain can outsmart him. It's like, what's your name again? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now, uh, Jay, what did you think of it? Oh, I thought it was really good. Like. I don't like Mary Marvel's costume, uh, but aside from that, oh, and that one kid was kind of annoying, but I, I think that he's like supposed to be. Um, but I actually really enjoyed it. Like I thought it was good. Which kid is the annoying kid? 
There's like the, the cripple. Freddie Freeman. Freddie Freeman. <laughs> Look, the cripple. <laughs> Captain he has, he has a name, Jay. He has a name. Captain I can't remember all of their names. <laughs> okay. So, but he was annoying. But other than that, you like me. But I guess he's supposed to be that way. Like, I found him annoying, but I guess most people were fine with it. But, yeah, uh, like, I thought it was good. Like, I thought it was better than the first one, even though I do kind of, I, I did like uh, the dude as a villain. Can't remember his name, Sylvanas. Oh, Dr. Savannah, yeah. Yeah. I just but thought he was a little too handsome, but other than that, I, he's a good actor. Mm-hmm. But I, I like the Daughters of Atlas, too. And I like how, like, people were, like, reacting to them dating, like, her and the cripple, what's Freddie Freeman or whatever? Them dating, which was, like, funny to me. What was the reaction people were having to them dating? Oh, they get squicked out because she's so much older than him. Uh, she's like a pedophile because she's 6,000 and he's like 17. Yeah. yeah, They're like cheering on his relationship at first because it's it's the young girl. And then when she says, I'm 6,000 years old, everybody's like, oh, wait a minute. This just got <laughs> weird. Like they even say it loud. This just got weird. Yeah. <laughs> he was in foster care. That's not the strangest thing he's done. <laughs> but I mean, there was like an audible reaction in the theater, like which I found funny. Well, there are people in your theater. I'm a <laughs> <laughs> well, My theater was like probably a two thirds capacity. Wow. Like I thought the movie was doing good. Like judging by like how many people were in it when I saw it. When I saw it at an awkward time, like the first show of Saturday morning. That's interesting. Yeah, no, it, there weren't a lot of people there when I went to go see it either. But I went like, like, uh, like Tuesday or Monday. Well, Lawrence, what do, what do you think about it? Since you love everything that says Marvel, <laughs> that's hilarious. Uh, well, before before I get into it, let me just do this from Tiger Claw real quick. So Shazam: Fear of the Gods is pretty good. I enjoyed it. But I don't think they'll do a third one, given that James Gunn is now in control and how he kind of gloss over the movie during his announcements. I, I you know, I just want to put that out there so we can refer back to that later. Um, There's a lot of internal turmoil going on with this movie that I just found out about with, like, The I, Rock I, and... Wait, The Rock? Yeah. yeah. We'll actually get that to that a little later because that's part of the, the segment. Like, because oh, okay. yeah. we, we posted, like, I know you posted some articles in our Discord. I know I posted, and everybody has an excuse for the failure, and they're all really weird. And one of those is that I read was the rock thing, too. And now I'm like, now nah, I just want to sit and compare all these. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get to it. We'll get to it then. Right, so, so, um, I will say that I enjoyed this movie a lot more than I thought I would have. Like, and I do agree with you, Oz. Like, I feel like the the 
commercials don't do it any justice. Like, it looks like a much worse movie from like the trailers than it actually ends up being. But again, I think I'm with you too in the sense that, like, I don't even know if I can say it's a good movie. You know, it it's better I think than the first one, but that's a low bar to clear. You know what I mean? Like, so it's like, and the the sad fact of the matter is, is that there's a lot of pieces of this movie that are really good and you can see like the bones of a really great story but um it just doesn't it doesn't come together for me unfortunately but uh, like I, a lot of the positives that you mentioned Oz especially like we were right there on the same page like I was like the the story overall I think is a better story um Mary Marvel I think was definitely a standout and that made me kind of that was one of the things where I was like, man, like even a, a story between like if you had like you know the kids, like if you had a, a, a story that was focused on Billy Batson and Mary and the that those kids' relationship, and then also kind of primarily focused on on Captain Marvel and Mary Marvel, like that could have been a really good movie, I think, even with the people that are in it, despite the fact that uh, Levy is just terrible. Well, like, it's just so weird. Huh? All the best scenes are the ones that Levi isn't in. Like, I, I really love that when Freddie Freeman uh, goes through the mind control thing, like, that was pretty badass. I love that mm-hmm. scene. No, yeah, not 100%. Man. And, and it's it's so funny and weird to see because, like, obviously, you know, Shazam is the main character of the movie. Like, Billy Batson Shazam, right? But, and this is the same, like you said, the same criticism from the last movie, where it's like, there's no part of the kid that plays Billy Batson. You don't, like, that kid is doing one p- completely different performance, and Zachary Levy's doing a different, completely different performance where it's like they, there's no point where those two people seem like they are the same person you know and so, and it's so weird to see because everybody else is doing that like freddie freeman and i don't even know what freddie freeman's alter ego is called in the comic power no see in the comics I mean, <laughs> right or not the uh, captain marvel jr okay there you go so, you know, but right, he he calls, he calls himself Captain Every Power in this, which is that, that a was terrible a joke when he calls himself Captain Every Power and calls Shazam Captain Every Power Junior is because you know. Ah, see, I didn't even pick yeah. up on that. Yeah, exactly, because it wasn't funny. <laughs> it's <was> stupid, right? <laughs> right, but 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 those two characters definitely seem like the same person. You know what I mean? Like when he's in that alter ego. You definitely feel like, oh man, like this is what happened. Like this is the kid, and he acts different in and when he's when he has his powers, but he acts different when he has his powers because he's free. You know what I'm saying? Like he feels like he doesn't have his disability, and he feels different, even though what, since he's gotten the powers, he feels better about himself, even when he's not in superhero form, which is cool too. You know what I mean? But it's just, it's really interesting. Is that Uncle you can Every see Power? That. Huh? 
Uncle Every Power? Captain. No, but th- that's Captain Every Power, and then Captain Every Power Jr. is Uncle Every Power in it. Oh, no. I'll tell you what, I was a little upset that twice they teased me with the Tawny. They actually have a kitten named Tawny. <laughs> Never get my tiger. <laughs> yeah, look, but that's another example too. Like right, the, the, Megan. I forget. I forget that young girl. I forget her. I forget her character name. Well, I forget all. Yeah, her her as a little kid, same yeah. person as, as the as the superpower one. Like, oh, a kid, right? And, like, just leaves right, <laughs> right. Like she, there's like a through line, and I'm just like, dude, like it doesn't make any sense that every other actor and 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 kid duo in this movie does that except for the main person like (laughs) it's like it's very strange and uh yeah like it's just it's just like there's definitely parts of it like i uh, the the other thing that i agreed with 100 with you was the special effects were really good and i was just like man like there's a lot of like creature work that happens that i thought was really good they have that dragon that's you see in the in the uh trailers like that dragon it has a prominent role and looks great throughout the whole movie. Like even just small things, like the way that everybody like flies in and out and when they use their super speed and things like that, like, you know, which are things that, you know, you would think at this point we all can just take for granted because there's so much like super, like you would think there'd be effects houses that that's all they do, right? <laughs> Is that superhero stuff. But as we know, like they don't all look that great. You know, sometimes it looks a little wobbly or weird, you know what I'm saying? And this, like a lot of the flying away and landing and like people floating look really very natural. And I was like, man, like to the point where I was like, dude, like I was impressed by it. So, you know, those are the good things. But I feel like the the messed up part was that, you know, you have like Ellen Mirren and you have like Lucy Liu, and it's like they do what they do, you know what I'm saying? Like, but they, like it's not a knock on them. They work with what they have, and they do a good job with it. But at the end of the day, it's not it's not great writing for those characters. And you know, like they elevated it, but it's still not anything to write home about. You know, it's like. I feel like those those villains, you know, they're a little one-dimensional and you know, there's there's little twists here and there, but it's not anything that's like ground shaking or anything like that. It's just like it could it could have been a really good movie, but it just, you know, it just wasn't. Well, it, they the thing is it was doomed from the beginning. Like they had they had a movie that did what it did and they thought it was okay. And then they get, you know, overzealous, but then they can, they're a little more free to experiment with more of the, the, a little more out there Shazam, Captain Marvel stuff, like the Daughters of Atlas, you know, I think if they would have started with like the secret monster society of evil, like it would have been a little weird, like even like Savannah, like they had to make him handsome to, to put him in this movie, you know, so like, but really, like you're from what I'm hearing, it's really like Levy, like 
he's not afraid of people leaving him. He's afraid of being Levy. <laughs> <laughs> now he's not. I, I don't know. Like I don't know how you make how you cast the perfect Captain Marvel. I know how you do a characterization, and it's like there's a little kid, and he swaps bodies and and try, gets a you know swaps stages with like. Uh, an adult that is powerful and they share consciousness like that's it you know like like this joint would have been like this same movie probably would have been 10 times better if it was like john ham you know yeah. like john john ham would have acted like like the kid does like billy batson does and it would have been great and he still would have been able to like Come across like he's a kid trapped inside of a grown man body. I think I think it would have been much out. better. I think it would have worked out even better because if you think of when you think of John Ham, like when he does something that seems childish, it's gonna have more impact than than Levi, who we expect to be childish. And that's the thing is like he looks childish. He doesn't look like a grown man, you know. And then so, but we get like a John Ham, and he he'll like some of those lines like. I'm thinking I didn't watch the movie, but I know like the line with the Fast and the Furious that that I even though they say that it wasn't promoted well, I saw every at the beginning of right. every YouTube video for the last three months. Oh, dude. Um, Crazy that line, like having John Hand deliver that line, would would have played better. And it's a line I hate because it has Fast and the Furious in it. <laughs> Which also one hundred percent Aaron, didn't it? Wasn't she in one of those? I don't know. One of the Fast and Furious? I mean, at this point, I'm pretty sure Jay is in one of the Fast and Furious movies, too. Right, Jay? Well, you said who? Helen yeah, Mirren. So you, you, you yeah, he's in uh, Hobbs and Shaw. He's in Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. With yeah, Cal Shaw's mom. You really? Yeah. <laughs> you really? Hobbs and Shaw is good. Go watch Hobbs and Shaw. No! I'm not saying it's not good. I, I'm i just saying that, like, I'm like everyone has been in the Fast and Furious movie at this point. Like, you know, we they, we talk about MCU and how many people are in that joint. But, I like, I feel like um, Fast and Furious has just as many point. people in it and has had, like, half as many movies. Like, <laughs> so, it's crazy. Yeah. That's you know I what, what I hate is... uh. Well, one of the things I hate about this movie is is the people talking about it like they couldn't like the news people, the morning news people couldn't figure out what went wrong, what why it didn't why it underperformed, and because uh, you know we have a sticker in our merch shop, you have shirts that say "Read fucking comics," because <laughs> that'll tell you what fucked it up, you know. But you know I can't yell at the TV every minute. But, um, <laughs> but, but they're like these fucking morons that they got now on Channel Eleven. They they got them, you know. They had a big shakeup. Tony McEwing retired, and then the his that desk team like they just put on the back burner, and they got these new younger people that I guess used to be on Access Hollywood. Now they're doing mm -hmm. the morning news anchor duties, and. You know, they're like, I, I think people just don't like all these uh, these sequels. It's just too many sequels. The day before, they were talking about how all of them are excited for Fast and the Furious 10 <laughs> and how successful these sequels are. And I'm like, you fucking morons. Like, which is it? 
You know, like right, yeah, right. He, they're counting on morons watching them, but I'm holding them accountable. Like I, I'm listening to every word you say, even though you're fucking morons. I got to do something when I'm putting on my socks. As, as we did mention, the box office wasn't great for this joint. So, you know, How much like was it? In, in 60 million worldwide so far is what you said, honestly. <laughs> I knew he was going to do that. I was trying to record myself in the bathroom laughing maniacally, but I didn't get a chance to really edit it. So I'm stuck with Larry's laugh. Love it. See, look, look, Tire Clock could have been the morning news anchor. Because <laughs> that's the type of stupid shit they said there, too. Maybe right. super the fatigue is setting in. Fuck you. Right. Yeah. yeah. So. I, you know, I bring it up back up just because. Look, what what I wanted us to talk about it since we did, you know, put some stories into our Discord and whatnot. Like, what were some of the prevailing theories in regards to why it is that this movie didn't do well at the box office or hasn't done well at the box office? And, you know, what what do you all think? Like, what what is it that actually really hurt this movie? So, well, according uh, to Zachary Levy, he had two theories. He said the promotional aspect wasn't there. It wasn't promoted properly, which like I go back to what I said, you know, eight minutes before, which was that every YouTube video for the last three months. I had to watch five seconds of that fucking movie with his stupid fucking joke about Fast and the Furious. And uh, if that's not good promotion, I don't know what the fuck. Is. <laughs> you know, they, they get five seconds. I know I don't want to watch this fucking movie. You're already promoting it too much. Uh, the other, his other theory was that it was the Zack Snyder fans are mad and they're not coming out. But, you know, we found out the Zack Snyder fans are actually bots on Twitter. You know, now that Elon, <laughs> Lord Elon, we found out they were 60% of them were bots. They're the same Morbius fans <laughs> that brought it back three times and didn't go through, you know. So, um, yeah, we found that out now. I don't know why Zachary Levy brings that up. But from his take, I, I think the real problem is his fake muscles. His fake muscles just made this movie suck. Like, they're not even, like, <laughs> at, at least the, the Superman and Lois guy, like, he's got muscles, and his suit has, like, coloring to make it the, accentuate muscles and then the lighting fixes the coloring like if you look behind at behind the scenes pictures like oh that shit's all painted on but when you see it you know when he's talking to the characters in the suit it looks like it's light reflecting off it's like they're doing a good job with that that's what you call visual effects i respect that almost as much as i respect real muscles but no nah, this fucking <laughs> zachary levy muscle suit sucks like he looks like one of those chicks with really big titties where you got the titty meat there, but there's a gap because the titty meat is so big and floppy that the strap and there's a gap between the strap. That's exactly how that collar looks on him in that first fucking movie. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, Oz, what were you gonna say? What What do you think? Oh, I was to to Mo's point on the promotion that he's saying he saw it a lot, but. There's a lot of promotion. It just wasn't good. Right. Oh, so so you're saying it's not the it's not the amount of promotion; it's the quality of the promotion. 
Yeah, a lot of this, I you know, I watched a lot of the same ads and they made me not want to watch the movie. You know, I think yeah. when, you know, we both said the, the movie was better than the ads. Uh, my biggest theory, at least what I've heard uh people talking about why they they weren't gonna see it is because to them it doesn't mean anything because it's not gonna be part of the new uh DC universe now that James Gunn's taken over. And um, I mean, does it does that have to be? It has to be connected in order. For, apparently, look, you know, I, that was my same comment to a lot of people. It's like, oh, so you won't watch a movie unless it's part of a giant franchise? Oz, man, Oz, you got those stickers, man. Slap it in their fucking face. Read fucking comics. <laughs> <laughs> I read, I read Shazam: Power of Hope by Alex Ross, prestige format. It's not part of the main continuity. One of the best right. comics I've ever read in my life. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was good stuff. Yeah. Jay hates it because it's Alex Ross, but I think he'd like that. <laughs> and the shit's like this big. <laughs> you you remember those, right, Jay? Like when Alex Ross did the books, like for all like the, well, he did one for basically almost every DC, uh, like main mm-hmm. DC characters. So yeah, yeah. So he did one. It was right when he was in the Navy. Yeah, but that's the uh, that that's what I've been hearing, and a lot of those same people are saying that they're probably not gonna watch any more DC movies until the Flash movie comes out because that's supposed to reset everything. So theoretically, well, the Flash is the next between, one, right? I I I think uh, Aquaman comes out before. Uh-oh. Maybe doesn't it? I don't I I don't know. I don't know. I thought Flash came out next, but I could be wrong. Man, that's that's interesting. Um, so I'm pretty sure Jay, the Aquaman movie will do better than Shazam, just because you've got more Jason Momoa fans than you have Zachary Levi fans. Oh, he's got real muscles. Yeah, but it's also got <laughs> that chick that shit to bed. No, nah, but she's being replaced by Bruce Campbell. <laughs> I wish. Wait, what? <laughs> What? <laughs> there was a like a change.org to get Bruce Campbell to be to, to do her parts. And then I think it competed with somebody wanting her to be CGI'd out and replaced with King Shark. And then I that think the third one funny. was because that one also did very well is replaced by King Shark, voiced by Bruce Campbell. Yeah. Hey, that that's like, a winner. I, a King Shark. I want to see King Shark as Bruce Campbell's King Shark in the Harley Quinn cartoon. I'll do that. Oh, Evan Funch is so good. Yeah, but he it gives him room to do something better. Oh, see, oh, look, look, there it is. <laughs> like, oh, opportunity. Take, take a take yeah. a job away from that black man. You'll get a better job. Okay. <laughs> look, you know who needs work? Bruce Campbell. You know, Jay, this guy, uh, this white guy wants to see on TV, Bruce Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jay, what what have you been hearing in regards to why the movie hasn't been doing well? And you have any thoughts on what do you think the issue was? Um, well, the, I, I did put a, a story in Discord. It actually wasn't referring to the performance it was mostly just like behind the scenes turmoil and stuff. And it basically talked about 
uh, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock, uh, kind of wanting to be like the center of attention. So like there was a lot of things like he wouldn't do Shazam and he wouldn't act, let any characters from Shazam or from Black Adam be in Shazam, which is why you get the peacekeeper dude at the post credit scene instead of uh, dude the Hawkman. And uh, yeah, there's like a couple of things like uh, just talking about him and kind of his ego and uh, he want, didn't want to be the bad guy and just like all these things, like terms and conditions he was putting on Black Adam and Shazam. Uh, but it, I found it interesting. So he, you know, I'm, I'm he, really in the behind the scenes type of stuff. So The Rock essentially, if this story is true, worked really hard for 10 years to play the role of a character and not do anything that that character is known for. <laughs> I, 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 I actually believe it. Yeah, I believe it from The Rock. Because The Rock, yeah. here's the thing. The Rock hasn't been successful in, in launching his own franchise. He's been successful in jumping onto other franchises, this would have been his. So I can see why he would wanted more control and more reimagination of the character. Um, if he wanted this to be the franchise, like it's his legacy at this point, because it's the only movie that, that would have had like any uh, lasting power. Cause you know, he didn't work well. I mean, shit, you almost ruined, he almost ruined the fast and furious franchise with his ego. Right? Like, because he couldn't get I mean, along with, with uh, Vin the Diesel. The Rock or is that Vin Diesel? Well, it's both. It's the same clashing. Like, one has way too many muscles and is threatened by the guy with no muscles, and the guy with no muscles is threatened by the guy with muscles. They, like, they're the same guy with different levels of, of, right. of like, chemicals in their body. Look, they didn't need to have a cock off. Like, they just put that uh, in see, whoever, you but know. That's the, that's, but, but see, here's the thing, though. In my mind, and don't get me wrong, I like maybe this is me, you know, just living in my own world. But here, right? you look, but, I can stop you right now. Mind these fucking meatheads don't have a fucking mind, they're fucking morons, and they made money on people looking oh, at the, the rock is not a moron. He hasn't read any Captain Marvel books, yeah, yeah. Well, and, no, I, listen, I'm not saying he has any knowledge of Captain. Yeah. Or, any knowledge of Captain Marvel or Shazam? Like, if if he wanted Shazam and his his uh, legacy in that particular role to really be lasting, he would be playing it one hundred percent, like one hundred percent of villain, but definitely more like, villain. We had Black Mary, but like, right? Like he, like it would have been basically almost like the Joker, but with with powers, you know, like that kind of movie, you know, which I actually... that's not what they did. Uh, now that Mo has said that, I actually looking back at his career, I see that. Like I see that this no, is the first. Mo is one hundred percent correct. Scorpion King was supposed to be a villain. Yeah, when that movie came out. Was a villain. Was a, yeah, dude was a hero. And then that movie was the it ruined the mummy. <laughs> you know, like they could have done more mummy movies after that. 
Let's see, but that's see, and that's the whole thing. But just what I'm saying, like the rock in and of himself. But you're right in the sense that he doesn't have like he's not a franchise guy, but not everybody that is a a movie star is a franchise person. You know what I'm saying? And that's okay. So it's like like it's okay, Vin, but it's not Vin, okay to him. That's what he wants, and that's why he's ruining I, these other things. I get it. Like he yeah. he believes that he should be one. Like yeah. like The Rock looks at people like Stallone and Schwarzenegger, yeah. and he wants to be like the modern day version of one of those guys. And he hasn't achieved that yet. And and I agree with you, but yeah. he is like a superstar, and especially considering like like when you put like I get where uh, Vin Diesel would come from. Where he's like, "Hey, this is my franchise," which is true. It is his franchise. Yeah. But Vin Diesel isn't a bigger star than The Rock is, and so well, you can't, you can't. If The Rock, if you, if like the, I don't think The Rock was like, "Hey, I want to be in Fast and the Furious." I think somebody approached The Rock about being in a Fast and the Furious movie, and he decided to do it. But he's just like, "Hey, treat me like, treat me with the respect I'm due." And Vin Diesel's like, well, hey, you're at my house. Treat me with the respect that I'm due. And it's like, that's where the clash comes in. He did four. He did for like four Fast and Furious movies. I, I think it's actually five. But he if did. He it it. Shaw, yeah, it's five. Did you say The Rock? Yeah. 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 So I'm saying, like, I don't. Obviously, he doesn't care about family. But, oh, and I, oh, I the... do think he is, sir. He is. At the point of his life where he feels like he needs to leave a legacy, and that's I'm running out. Like the roids aren't. I mean, well, you know, that's why you got the XFL. Yeah, luckily these, you know, these stem cell researches are coming in the next two years. We're gonna have so he could still work until he's eighty, but he doesn't. You know, if he's not thinking about that, then he's like, time's running out for him. No, the Rock doesn't have anything to prove. Like the Rock is already like he already has. A certain legacy that's solidified in two different arenas. It's get me wrong. He doesn't have the franchise yet. That's true. Yeah. But that's but, what and he I get that's what he. I get it. But what yeah. what he wants? So if you have what, everything but not what you want, you have nothing. Like you don't know narcissism. No, no. see, that's that's how crazy people think. <laughs> he, that's what I'm saying. He he thinks like a crazy person. That's it. And I love to say, yeah, that's you don't have like you can't say it like it's fact. You you might believe that. Well, look, it's fact me, I'm a crazy person too. Okay, well, hey, it's just not it's just not the case. It's like, dude, like the rock has a legacy in wrestling alone that will outlive him. Yeah. And then he also has a number of movies that he's done that people love, and like, you know, it's like the dude is a movie star. So it's like, you know, like literally the, if The Rock decided to not act another day in his life and decided he wanted to just do like a talk show or something, he could probably do that and be great at that too. And that would be the, that could be the whole I thing. Would and be require, the it would require him to listen to somebody he talks to. I don't think he's a, a good listener. You don't think The Rock can listen? I don't know. No, I think, I think no, I, I think he can pretend to listen, but I don't think he's, he's a good listener. No, absolutely. Like he's I too think, I, involved. I think, like you don't get muscles like that if you're a good listener. Larry, you're the best <laughs> listener I know. <laughs> oh, well, thank you for saying that. Like I wish, I wish I had some muscles. You, you, yeah, you have to be self-absorbed <laughs> to have 
to get a body like that, you have to be self-absorbed. It has to oh. it has to come first before anything. The self, the body, the will. Yeah. It, it has to connect in a way that where you have to lock out everybody. I'm gonna it, I'm gonna stop around. listening to you sons of bitches so I can get no but that's it. That's just what <laughs> that's it. look. I'm not saying it's right, I'm not saying it doesn't hurt other people, but that's what it is. It's like if you if your goal is that. You, your car could be getting broken into. Your sister could be getting killed. But if it's your workout time, it's your fucking workout time. Well, well, you I will say this: I don't, I don't know Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Yeah. Um, but from what I've seen, I don't think he's that person. Well, you can, you can tell what a, a Dwayne you know, Johnson talk show would look like if you watch Young Rock, where. The journalist Randall Park is like trying to ask him questions, and the rock just goes into the story that goes on for half an hour. <laughs> and you know, but look, even in that scenario, like somebody's asking him the questions. If he has to come up with the questions, I don't think he has what it takes to come up with the right questions. I don't think he has the wherewithal to even empathize with somebody else <laughs> to just. <laughs> To just be like, okay, nod while they're talking, like, uh, uh, like a talking head, you know. He's a self-absorbed person, and that's fine. It's got him where he's at, and that's why he can't do the franchise because a franchise requires you to work w- well with a bunch of other people, and he's too self-absorbed. Right, family. <laughs> there it is. So all that to say, Jay. Uh, thinks the movie would have done better if they had better promotion. Right, Jay? You what? Don't put that in Jay's mouth. And, like, Jay agrees. No. <laughs> no, no. I was just saying all that to say that Jay thinks that the movie would have done better if it had better promotion, but but you didn't actually say that, Jay. I was just making a joke. I'm sorry. No, I... Yeah, I think it is... I thought... I think a lot of it is probably because everyone knows it's about the universe is about to get reset. I thought, I thought you were going to say, because everybody knows it's all about family. That's what I thought you were going to say. And I was like, damn it, Jay, that's so good. <laughs> you didn't say that. I'm sorry. I was like, I think everybody knows that it's all about family. <laughs> but you, I, I look, I, it's so interesting that that would be the case because I definitely understand like say you know from the Marvel side of things I understand like there are people that are going to go see these movies even the ones that don't look that good just because they're like well I just want to make sure I don't miss a piece of the story but these are also the same people that watch fucking uh, Gotham and and, and, and Arrow you know like and it's they're not part of the same universe you know like and I just don't like in my mind, it's like, don't get me wrong, I like things connecting because I like comics and that's what comics do. Yeah. But I like one shots too. I like Elseworld stuff too. So I'm just like, you, go, you know, act label. Right, right. Yeah. So I'm just like, if it's a it's gonna be good or something that you might enjoy, why don't you go and part of the reason we it? we enjoy these fucking movies is because we read comics and it's like, okay, this is like an Elseworld. <laughs> yeah, but these okay. days you gotta say that a lot. <laughs> all right. So, what else do you have to say about Shazam: Fury of the Gods? Anybody got any 
final thoughts before we, we get around and start rating? One of the articles I did see was um, like that the director is like leaving it. He's like, yeah, I just, you know, I got tired of working on superhero films or some shit. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. well, you stuck with this. Like, that's why. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the Russos were like, yeah, we're just going to ride this train till we, till they don't want us. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. So, ah, you know, it's good. Like, but you know, fuck like the director. I'm sure he did his thing, and he did it. And like he was hindered by working with DC shit. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Like I just, you know, I feel bad because it's just like, and th- honestly, like in my mind, it's like Zachary Levy. It is, wait, is it Zachary? Is his name Zachary Lee? Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, that's I'm sure that that's what it is. Look, he sunk this franchise. Like, he's the reason why this joint is like really not good. Like, it, it's not like it's like it would be great without him, but it would at least be passable. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like, especially considering like he's like the guy that's on the screen the majority of the time, and it's just like. I don't know who looked at this guy and said, "Oh yeah, that will be that's our uh, uh, our Captain Marvel or that's our Shazam." Like I don't know who did that. I don't know how many people that decision went through and people signed off on it. Like, yeah, no, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. But it was like it's such a like it doesn't. It's a it, it's one of the strangest casting in comic book movies from as far as I'm concerned. Like you know like. Even even uh, uh, like just he the invisible invisible woman makes more sense to me than he could have just played as Billy Batson as like the little boy, and then somebody else played Captain Marvel. He can't he can't be in the movie at all. Like there's no he's there's no part like, and I'm not even saying like he's terrible to be acting or anything like that. I'm just saying he doesn't fit just for this in particular. Like it, it's not it, that good. He's such actor. a bad. He's well, I'm not saying he is, but I'm saying. There's probably a place for him in Hollywood somewhere, but this is such a bad fit that it's like it it's crazy that he You know where he's he's place. gonna be good at he's gonna be good at dancing with the stars or like the mass singer. That's where he's gonna shine. That's sad. Maybe That's big sad. brother, celebrity big brother. <laughs> oh, he was Chuck. Yeah, that, uh, <laughs> That's probably the only thing he ever did that was any well, if you could call it good, but it wasn't that good. The show's re- fucking stupid. Chuck's not bad. No, it's pretty bad. It's like the Geek Squad guy gets becomes a spy, but the yeah. real spy is the hot chick, and he has yeah. to, yeah, the, and then he saves a day. I mean, hey, look, it's dated. Yeah, but you know, nah, it's the fifties. <laughs> that's some okay. Maxwell. That's some Maxwell Smart shit. <laughs> uh, okay, sure. I like. I like to get smart too. So yeah, <laughs> if they remade Get Smart, it wouldn't be like Chuck. Oh, it wouldn't. Yeah, actually, so, kind of was it- the movie. <laughs> Anything else? Uh, Annabelle Creations. Uh, Annabelle Creation was actually really good. So I'm, I'm glad the director is going back to horror. 
There you I go. Think you do a Megan too, or M3 gin. I like Megan as well. I'm sorry. Say that again, Larry. As well. You no, know, but he said one of his things is he's he's got plans to work with James Wan again on something he can't really talk about. He can't really announce yet. So, uh, and it's not a Universal. It's not a Warner's. It's uh, it's but it's through Atomic Monster, so it's probably I like Megan or uh, or or, or M Threegan, yeah. Like if they make a third one, okay. So, uh, Jay, what would you rate Shazam: Fury of the Gods? Um, I would give it a four out of five. Um, granted, I wasn't expecting much. I did have a good time watching it for the most part. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oscar, what would you rate it? Uh, same thing. Four for the same reasons. There you go. There you go. Uh, I'd give it a three out of five. Just because, yeah, it was definitely much better than I was thinking it was going to be. However, you know, story-wise, it just doesn't quite do it for me. Like, the, the pieces don't fit together. It also feels pretty, like, disparate. And um, if, and the, the parts that are good are good, and the parts that are bad are bad. So <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you know, it's like I can't, you know, I can't give a high score to, a movie like that, so I just yeah, I just give it a three. Yeah, you guys all watched the first movie, so you knew like you had some sort of expectations, right? Like, yes, lowered ex- expectations. Yeah. Okay. I, I honestly like the like the every trailer I saw. Um, I felt as though it was this movie was going to be worse than the first one. And and it wasn't, at least not not wholly. <laughs> so yeah, it, look, the even, made it seem like it, I said. I think we all said this the first time. The worst part of the movie was Zachary Levi, 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 whatever. And the trailers made it seem like we were just gonna get more of that. We did. Yeah. <laughs> that's the messed up part. We did though, and that's like. It it's not full on like Guardians. Like they didn't like it they didn't go like full on like how Guardians did with like everything I disliked about the first one. They like amped up to like 10 in the second one. But there's a little bit of that in there where this is like, you know, like somehow he felt like what won people over that first time was him. And you like like I when you look at it, like Billy Batson isn't in this movie a lot. You know? Like Freddie Freeman gets more screen time than he does. And so, you know, it's just like, which is a shame because Billy Batson is great. Like that, that. No, Freddie Freeman's really good too, though. Like when somebody no, does with him, like you could literally, like, if they're actually grooming him just like that goddess was grooming him, um, uh, like if they're grooming that, that character to be the next round, like what they go with, like, I can see that. Like, I mean, there's a John Winnick story where that was the case, where he was like the main Captain Marvel, and mm-hmm. he had trials and, and all the trials of Shazam. Like, that's and that was that was a really good story, and it was 
like you know especially you know it is a little dated because it came out like during like the iraq war and stuff and he had to go find hercules to get his power <laughs> they had to best him at something and hercules was in the front lines in iraq yeah so wow. yeah shit like that yeah achilles yeah. like in afghanistan <laughs> so he's like so you have to beat him at his own game like actually learn from them to earn their power and uh that, that, those are good like i mean that's really good freddie freeman story yeah no i mean the freddie freeman captain marvel jr dynamic in the movie is really good and yeah. so I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind if they tried to spin those two off specifically because they're good. Um, also, too, I should mention because Tiger Claw did mention at a, a point earlier too about the uh, the cameo that they spoiled in the commercial with Wonder Woman. And you know, I don't know that. I like. I get it personally. I, I'm. I don't know if I'm. You know, alone in this, but I feel like based on what was happening up until that point, you feel it felt like that was a move where they were like. We kind of want to entice people to come into the theater to watch it. And I think that that probably worked. Like, I think there are people that would not have went to go see it that went to go see it because of that Wonder Woman cameo. Uh, but the cameo was terrible. Uh, like, it was basically like, it's, you know, like, it was the, the inverse uh, of what happens with the whole crisis on Infinite Worlds thing with Supergirl. It was that. You know, it's, you know, where you're like, oh, you see Supergirl on the Flash. You're like, oh, that chick can act. Like, she just needs good writing. This was the, the opposite, where it was like, oh, that we all knew, you know, Gal Gadot is great. Well, it seems... Um, it, the, but where, she, she, her writing in this was terrible. Like, like where that whole scene her? was just, like, contrived. Huh? Where, where they actually put her is... Mm -hmm. it, it feels forced. Like, it, like the scene, the whole scene seems a little bit out of place. Like, yeah. if she, she, she should have came in uh, I guess it's spoiler free here. Well, not spoiler free. But earlier, earlier, yeah, yeah. Like the earlier, scene before yeah. that scene, um, yeah. would have had a little bit more impact. It would have made yeah. more sense. Like, oh, yeah. I didn't make it in time. Yeah, it, yeah. yeah it, it absolutely. It, it comes off more like a joke, and it's that same criticism I have of a lot of movies: is they sacrifice uh, a, a an impactful moment to make a joke. It was terrible, and I'm just like, man, that's unfortunate because, you know, this is not Gal Gadot's fault. Like, <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you what the uh, the other Gal Gadot scene did make me laugh a little yeah. bit. <laughs> Listen, it. I thought I thought that was, was that like. No, like no. I, I can't. I can't. I, I, I can't. You just gotta go. Well, come on, like I've already said too much. No, we said spoilers. Um, I'll say this. There's a it's a date scene. Oh, don't don't say that. Tell me the fucking scene. <laughs> <laughs> She's on a date with Shazam. With Levy? Yeah. Uh, I'm out. So it's a uh, dream. He's having a dream. Uh also it's like the piss. It's like, like the, the whole movie. The whole movie he keeps mentioning Gal Gadot because he's obsessed with Wonder Woman. Not Gal Gadot, like you know, Diana with Wonder Woman. Oh, he was catching okay. her. Amber was like, dude, why are you so fucking obsessed with Wonder Woman? And then that leads to the so, can we all agree that the weirdest thing about the Shazam movies is how they treat the DC universe where like they hate these heroes and everything, but they have merch, like licensed merch. 
I, listen, I don't know what they're doing over there. Like I, listen, it's all strange. I don't get it. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Like, and listen, you all know me. Like, I'm not gonna try to figure it out. So, <laughs> look, I'm, I'm, I'm keeping my fingers crossed for whatever it is that James Gunn is gonna do, and hopefully, it'll feel like it's gonna. He's gonna. He's gonna do what you. Uh, yeah, he's gonna guardians the up. Guardians it up. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, people keep saying that Shazam is done. Don't forget, James Gunn's wife shows up to recruit him to the Justice Society. That's true. Well, I mean, yeah, I know that's James Gunn's wife. I saw that part on the internet, but yeah, she shows up to recruit him into the Justice Society. So I don't know how much power she has over James Gunn, but usually the wives have a lot of power. And she's in a lot of his projects. Uh, James Gunn is also not a buff person. So <laughs> you know what his priorities are. He listens. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, got it. Okay. So maybe uh, not another so yeah. movie, but he might you might see Levy show up again. That's even worse. Yeah. Can we just Levi and Peacemaker buddy show? <sighs> Nah, I, that would ruin Peacemaker. Well, listen, I will say this. Shazam probably fits fitting into the Peacemaker aesthetic or whatever, like what they got going on there. He, he might be okay. Like, especially like... Cause, cause I, I'd, I'd, rather saying, have, like I'd rather have the Billy Batson kid with Peacemaker and Peacemaker 100%. like kind of teach him. Hey, but that, having to like watch kid, what he says because it's a kid. That kid can be whatever he wants to be in, as far as I'm concerned. Like this fool could be Billy Batson in the next Spider-Man movie, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> like I'm good. I'm oh, good with it. I'm like, you know what? Let's give it a chance. Hold on. Let's let's give this a shot. <laughs> oh man. So, um, and Mo, finally, what did you? What do you rate the review? The review. I would give your review a five out of five. Because I I definitely like I had apprehensions about the movie and I kind of had an inkling to see it, but hearing you guys talk about it, it's like you know what I'm probably gonna see it. Like I'm still fighting with myself like about it in my head because yeah I, I love this character and what they that casting that casting alone is, is shitting on the character and. Uh, what they chose to do with the movie, it, even what they chose to do in the comics, like I was just, just as angry at the New Fifty Two uh, Captain Marvel as I was at the movie, <laughs> and that's what they're kind of basing it on. And so it's like you know, you take a character I, I like and or love, and you fuck it up, and so here I am, like you know, I, my Shazam, my Captain Marvel, and they call him Captain Marvel, is Elvis. <laughs> you know, because that that whole movie, the whole movie is him emulate. Like, because Elvis was a shy guy, so when when he goes on stage, he's like Shazam, and he fucking becomes fucking <laughs> Elvis, and can you know shake his pelvis and make women come. You know, and like Tom, Tom Hanks is Merlin. It, well, and that no, he's the Doctor Savannah. Like that's the whole thing. It's like imagine a Shazam movie. But it's like Dr. Savannah giving you the origin and how he kind of like manipulated him and hated him and really was a villain that he could never beat and telling you how he did that. Mm, that's that, that's what the Elvis movie is. And, uh, and literally, you're, you're watching him destroy Elvis 
<laughs> for the entire movie. And you see, Still like, a good he's movie like, as a summer. like, like he's the, the <laughs> kid that, that gets the power and he just keeps grinding them down till he just hates himself and he can't be himself, can't, can't even enjoy his power, <laughs> you know? And that, 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 that movie, I mean, it's a great movie for that reason. Like, it's and it's made. That's why when Tiger Claw said like, "Oh, maybe it's super, maybe it's superhero fatigue." Fuck you, because that Elvis movie is a superhero movie in terms of formula or or aesthetic or or uh, execution, and it's not even about a fucking superhero. <laughs> like they tell you a story about a biopic of somebody, and we all know his story, we all know his music, but they gave it to you in a superhero way, you know. That's what made that movie fucking good. And um, yeah, so don't give me that bullshit about no superhero fatigue. So definitely, like, I'm still fighting with myself to to watch it. But because of you guys, like, the going to watch it. And now hearing Gal Gadot, I can, I, like, I might have to I can watch tell you it. this. I enjoyed watching this more than I did uh, Quantumania. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was better than Quantumania. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Quantumania is a Thor one of this time, this run, <laughs> this phase, but um, in the yeah. sense that you're gonna appreciate it later on. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, we'll see. But I, I know that what I will say is I, you know, it's like one of those things where, like, I came away from this, you know, feeling better about having watched it than I did that movie. Okay. And yeah. It, you know, with the exception of you know, like, like Jonathan, like Jonathan Majors, is better than everything that happens in yeah in, in but, but he has to be because he's got to be in every other movie or <laughs> right, right, right. Right. But, so he's gonna hold down the yeah. whole thing yeah. yeah but yeah. but it's like one of those things where it's like, put, yeah, put gang in shazam <laughs> <laughs> that would have been that would have been pretty awesome but yeah you know i definitely yeah i definitely i, I would have felt the same way like i do about Billy Batson and uh, yeah, Billy Batson and Spider Man. I thought, oh man, let's see where this goes real quick. Let's see what this Kang's gonna do here. You know, <laughs> like, you, know but yeah. you guys is inside Jay. Like the way he explained the the Freddie Freeman. Like even even if, you know he was disparaging a disabled citizen. Um, <laughs> I, I still makes me want to watch it a little more than not want to watch. And, and you know, I was on the fence to begin with, so. It's right. like, yeah, I know I don't like what they do with it. Like, what am I gonna do? I'm gonna hate it more, but it's like, then it's like, no, nah, but I like I like this character. I rather just watch something done right, and then I'm like, that might never happen, you know. So. I would feel much better about telling somebody that you should give this movie a chance than the first one. Yeah, I had yeah. people offer me to buy the Blu ray of the first mm -hmm. one, yeah. and and I, I've said, like, don't waste your money. Like, I'm just going to throw it in the garbage. I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> I forget. Did you see the first one? No. I never seen the first one. Yeah. Like, no. My clients, like, three of them offered me. I think Larry was there when one of them did it, where they they offered, you know, I'm going to buy you for your birthday. I'm going to get you the 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 blu-ray so you can watch it like no it's not uh, accessibility it's i'm not gonna watch it like you give it to me i'm yeah. gonna throw it in the garbage like it's gonna be 30 dollars yeah, it wasted for you the movie's okay i just i can understand you not getting over the fluffy suits no the Those fluffy suits fun. but also it's like even the the whole like newer 52 uh, uh 
Shazam. Like that, it's just it's not that's not the story that I liked. Like they they revamped it, they re they modernized it, and it's like that story technically should be timeless because it's really like a king and King Arthur's court or or uh, uh, was it uh, a Yankee and King Arthur's court? You know, like it, it's essentially that. You know, but it, it's just not. You know, what? So it's it, you know, but they modernized it and then they changed the personality and they got the bad cast. Like, there's no reason for me to watch it at all if I ever had any kind of esteem or uh, a, a love for or OG Captain Marvel. Yeah. Well, we should move on to uh, we should. Oh, so. Uh, no, more about gel code. When the fourth round would. Don't you call in. Does it look good already? Combo oh. Scampi for limited. Alright, Superman and Lois. Uh, season 3 started a couple weeks back. Uh, Mo, you, you feel up to telling us about. Superman yeah, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I've never watched any of it other than the first, uh, like, two episodes and then this episode. So, okay. What I can tell you is that this is one of these stories that when we talk about not in universe, like, it, can, it spawned from a universe that you're familiar with, and then at the end of season two, you realize it's not in universe, uh, or or you had an inkling and then confirmed at the end of uh, season two, according to my research. And uh, yeah, season three just came out, and it's the story of Superman battling his biggest hurdle, Lois and his kids, like <laughs> his managing life of parenthood, you know. And uh, and the show is basically like one of the kids has powers, the other doesn't, and he's got to deal with teenage hormones and powers. So, and on top of that, like world-ending threats <laughs> and people deciding that he's not fit to like save the world even though they're not even from this world and they just gunning for him uh you know so and then on top of that now he's got to deal with inner gang season three that's the the the, the big thing here is like inner gangs out uh was a bruno Mannheim is, is out and adam man and Shit's good. And then his kid is like learning that he can actually do a make a difference, and but even like if this was like Smallville and it was just about the kid, you didn't have to deal with Superman. Like this is this show would still be good because his kids over here, like people are beer playing beer pong and they're trying to fuck him up, and he's like, well, <laughs> you know, I can't just fight these people because they're drunk and I'm not drinking, and you know. I can collapse their whole lungs with like a pinky, <laughs> you know. Like, and he's showing some restraint. Like, he's bet. Like, I thought this kid by this, you know, after watching like the first episode, second episode, third episode, a little bit, and then jumping here, I thought I thought he'd be a villain by now. Like, I think the series would end with Spider, well, Spider Superman killing his own kid. But, um, but no, no, it's actually. It, it, it just came it, it's it's taken it's giving you a really good like almost character study which is something that like cw and even a lot of these fucking like comic book adaptations whether it's mcu or they kind of lack a little bit of 
you know, <laughs> like they kind of just give you these these weird, almost superficial stories. There's a little depth and a little bit of moments here, but this show actually gives you a little bit more depth, and I think that's part of it. Part of it, its appeal to me, which means that it's probably going to get canceled after this season. There it is. Uh, Oz, <laughs> Oz, uh, you've been watching Superman and Lois uh, consistently, right? Until now, yeah. So you're like all caught up. Yeah. Okay. So, what what what's your take on this new season? Uh, episode, um, we've only had the first episode and it's just setting up the, the, the world in the aftermath of season two. So for those of you that didn't see season two, uh, earth and bizarro earth were like being merged and, uh, you know, big world ending stuff. Superman saves the day. Yay. And so uh, yeah, Mo actually, for somebody for not watching the first episode, described it pretty well. You know, he's he's training his son, the wrong one, Jordan. Well, the, the Wait, one. why the wrong one? Because he he his son is Jonathan. Like now, now he's got a second son. All of a sudden, it's it's, it's weird. Um, and yeah, they gave him two sons, Jordan and Jonathan. Yeah. And they couldn't even give the powers to the one that has the same name as his actual son in the comic books. But that's the beauty of it being like Elseworlds. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But I did like. Um, Here's the thing. This is a dilemma that Superman never in any like thing. He's only just had like one kid, or he's been an only child, and it's like now he's got to pick. Like, okay, which one's my favorite? And one of them actually has his powers, and the other one doesn't. So it's like that's a good dilemma for Superman in and of itself, and it it's actually shown really well because he's um he's training the kid, and you know the kid's doing a decent job. He's he's not bad at it, and then something happens where Superman's on his way to to save you know people from dying, and he real he sees his son beat him to it because uh, he was closer or whatever. And tries to stop things from going bad and just fucks things up because he has no experience. Yeah. Like it's he, he he's only like had to like punch a dude once that was gonna kill his family. Like yeah. he doesn't he doesn't know what he's doing and he fucked up. He doesn't know physics or anything. And you know it's he has to punish his kid. That at the same time, at some point, he's gonna depend on to come help him because. He's the other superpowered person in the family. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's interesting too because that that scene. Was Did you guys watch like, episode two at all, or no? Or am I the only one that watched the second episode? That, that just came out today. I, I, yeah, I watched it before the show. Yeah, I yeah, and I only watched the first episode. Um, I would say that that scene with him, you know, kind of messing up with the the. the crane thing or whatnot has some really like cool visuals to it as well. Like mm -hmm. just like how um you know Superman coming in and kind of like saving the day and it just kind of shows like not only like how much you know better at being a superhero Superman is than the kid that you know is new, 
but also too they even managed to put like a little bit of little bit of drama in it you know what i'm saying <laughs> which i'm just like oh like that's very cool like it was yeah I, like, you know you're like oh superman looked like you're about to get hurt but he didn't you know, <laughs> you know? one of the one of the things i like about how this show is written is um just little details where he could be an angsty teen about it and, and just be right. angry but they still give you that moment where he's talking to his brother and he's like Man, I was there, and, and Dad got mad because because he said I fucked it up and blah blah. His brother's like, "Did you fuck it up?" Well, yeah, you know, like they, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like you know, once right. the, the I like the line, I like the line because they're actually having separate problems. Those brothers, you know, like one's learning to drive, and he's like, "Well, you should listen to him. He has more experience of flying," and he goes, "Well, yeah, then you should listen to Mom. She's got more experience of driving." You know, right. so, and it's like right. the like those two brothers couldn't be so far, like they could easily be disconnected, you know, but they're not. And it's like that's kind of what you want for Superman's kids. It's like they're almost the ideal kids in a weird way, and they're still, but they're still normal kids that fuck up and and do shit, you know. But they're still the ideal kids, and even in their interaction, like the you know whatever. Feelings or rivalry they might have for one not having what the other has, like they still manage to get through it. And it's like, right. I know Berlanti's I, just like a figurehead credit on here. I know he has got nothing to do with it. <laughs> it's too, it's too good to be Berlanti. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're person at the desk. Well, they they do, and she's she's even good. <laughs> you know, at, at the at the Gazette. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jay, what, what do you think of like this uh, episode one of this new season? Uh, it was okay. There was a lot of stuff happening that I didn't know anything about. Um, but some of it they give context, but some of it is like just strange. And well, maybe I can help you out. Okay, the, the strangest thing to me was Lois being surprised at the thought that she might be pregnant. It's like, I thought like if you have sex, you realize that there's a chance of pregnancy. And she just seems like absolutely gobsmacked that that might be a thing that's happening to her so <laughs> that was confusing to me i can probably help jay with this one but oz has been watching it so i have my take on it from watching the first series episodes <laughs> if you okay. see that review so i, I can do that i thought that. you're i think you're gonna make a joke about super speed and pulling out like that was like, come on man Come on, you're the fastest man out here. One of my criticisms from the first episode when it first came out is like, this looks like Ma Kent, not Lois Lane. <laughs> you know, like she oh, looks too old for because she's in menopause. Well, and that's and the show actually says that. Like even Superman's like, well, oh, is she in menopause? No, but he thought like that, that she would be by now. Because he says he's like, I thought we're we're done with that. That's why I, you know, that's why I just went with it, you know. So, and, and that's and that adding that is a great touch to the show because while it was a criticism for me in season one, 
And it was like, you know, yeah, look, it's misogynistic. It's it's boorish, piggish. But they still addressed it because she, the, the dude looks in shape and looks like Superman in his prime. And she's she's had two kids that are teenagers. So um, but they addressed it. And then, you know, so, it, it, you know, they addressed it here. So I'm like, man, that literally like the one complaint I had from the first two, three episodes, they fixed here when I'm watching again. And that to me, that's the, this is as good as a comic for me. Cause while there was stuff going on that I didn't know a lot about, I can jump in. And, and that was one of my things. Like when I said, like, can we review this? I'm like, yeah, like if it's good, if it's good, like I was supposed to be good. I, I feel like I could jump in. And literally like from where I left off, I jumped in and they still addressed the thing that I didn't like when I, when I jumped in. I, I kind of, so, I, I see, I see his point because Lois Lane did, did, does not have kids young. I mean, she had a career when, when she yeah. Clark and they're 16, 17 years old. So she's got to be somewhere in her mid forties. And that, that yeah. point, I wouldn't say menopause necessarily, no, but she could have had she could have had them at 35, 38, you know, I'm and giving I, her the, I'm giving her credit and saying, right. you know, late 20s. Yeah, but but no, I, I'm speaking from my own experience. Like my mom was 35 when she had me, she was 38 when she had my sister. And, you know, like my mom don't look like Lois Lane, you know what I mean? When I, I she didn't look like Lois Lane when I was 10. I just know <laughs> past the 40s, it, it starts to become difficult. Look. So I, I can understand the surprise, yeah. But at the same time, it's not like if she hasn't actually hit menopause, which in forties, even fifties, it seems a little early for that. Like but it's we, not, it's not something that's out of the out of the realm of possibility. One right. of the weird things was the cancer part, which you guys haven't seen the second episode. But Emily was mad, and I, I was mad for a little bit. But I'll get to that part after where. It's like, why didn't Superman see that that was growing inside yeah. her <laughs> and it was a tumor and not a baby? And uh, spoilers. Um, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> but why would he just be looking at her? With well, and that's the thing that, that uh, again, that, that like while that Superman is buff, he's not buff like The Rock. He listens to his wife. I'm like, you know, Superman's probably a thing. Like, I've read it in comics where it happens. I, I think even the cartoon addressed it where it's like, look. I know you got x-ray vision, but it can't be on me. Like, treat me like when you deal with me, Lois Lane, you got to be a, like as human as you can, you know, mm -hmm. unless you have to save me, you know, like they all there's there's been aspects when they kind of have that agreement. So it, it kind of made sense. But I, I, I think he still needs to do a little, little, little mammogram here and there, you know, I think the Christopher Reeves movie addressed it, too. Yeah, like she, she gave was, up hours. She yeah. was smoking, and he looks at her. He's like, "Well, you have you don't have lung cancer yet, or something like that." Yeah, <laughs> and then then you know he gave up. That, that movie was a little dumb too because he gave up the power, and then she hated him. <laughs> mm -hmm. Man, so what else? What else? How did you feel about it, Jay? Um, yeah. Other than that, like there was some stuff I didn't know, but. I got the main things, like there was some of the people are from a different world, so the one guy isn't really the girl's uncle. Yeah. And uh, 
Yeah, Mannheim's out of jail, which he, correct me if I'm wrong, Mannheim isn't black, is he? He's not, but he looks more comic accurate than if they got like a Zachary Levy to play him or whoever they would have thought if they were going for a white guy. <laughs> yeah, I, I I did think that. Like that was actually like a really good looking Mannheim. Um, <laughs> Wait, Mannheim is the, the that was the dude that was from uh, Tyree, fan, right? From yeah, Walking yeah, Tyree. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, that was from Walking Dead too. He was Tyrese. Oh, yeah, yeah. Got it. Absolutely right. Damn, I forgot that. Yeah, I, 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 I'm I, trying to forget, but yeah. I, I think of him. I, I love him and everything else I see him in. Like, he's great. And it's like, why couldn't he just been a great Tyrese? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, but he, he yeah, yeah. He was, in, he was in The Expanse. He's really good. He was in, uh, he was in Arrow, too. Yeah. Yeah, he played another white mobster in Arrow too. Like, I can think he's getting typecasted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, but speaking of the X Men, I don't want to go on a tangent too long because you know Jay's got to leave at two uh, at the two hour mark. But uh, there's a Kickstarter. I don't know if it's still active for continuing the X Men. Yeah. I don't know if you guys want any of that. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah. I just see that. Like, I look, if if it's still going, if, if I can find some funds for it, I might mess around and back that joint because it's such a good story. And I would love to see that in that format. If you really like it, I might do it for you. I was thinking about it, but I haven't, you know. Have you watched the series? No, I, I haven't, but I, I knew I knew it was I knew it was good when it got canceled. And the few <laughs> people that, that I talked to that kind of had watched it were they were telling me to watch it while it was on. They're real passionate about it, and I'm like, you know what? Might be something that that we need to. I need to see, and then I just didn't get around. Do do any of those ships have red hair? They all. <laughs> on Boom Studios, they all. I need. I'm sitting here like I. I, I need to track my book. It should have yeah. been here, and I haven't come yet. I'm like, son of a bitch, they got me. <laughs> like Derek H just spent my money. <laughs> Should have gone. Should have gone. I know, right? Out here messing around with a physical copy, like son of a bitch. <laughs> but anyway, okay. Uh, back to to Superman and Lois. So, so I mean, Mo, you you've the furthest in so far, obviously, since you watched mm -hmm. the second episode. Yeah. Uh, what are your What are your thoughts in regards to, or hopes for where the season is going? Like, does it? Does it strike you as are, are there things that you're like hoping to see before this season is done? Uh, I don't I want to say hoping to see, but I, I would like to be in on the ride. So I think I, I got to I think I'm going to have to binge not this weekend because we're at WonderCon and subscribe, like hit the bell. We're going to be giving you content probably live from WonderCon. So, live. Yeah. So uh, definitely uh, tune, you know, be ready for that. But um, maybe one of these weekends that I'm off or have an extra day, I'm thinking of taking an extra day off after WonderCon, so I might do that and, you know, kind of catch up, because it, I liked it from the start, it was a good show, and I'm like, you know, I'm just gonna wait, because the CW, the CW app does a weird thing where 
it'll give you like four episodes and then when the fifth one's ready it'll delete the other one and i could just skip one like it's fine but you know a lot of cw stuff well it used to be where like the day after the finale the whole series was <laughs> available on, on netflix so it's mm-hmm. like I'll just wait for that. And then, you know, I waited and waited. And even Emily's like, oh, man. Like, she goes, what are you watching? I'm like, oh, uh, uh, Superman and Lois. And then she's like, oh, we never, we never kept watching it. Huh? I'm like, no. And, yeah, I could see she kind of thought that I kept watching it without her. <laughs> but that wasn't the case. I'm like, I'm just jumping in. You know, I'm, I'm where you're at. And uh, so, you know, she enjoyed it clearly to some extent. And, you know. I enjoyed it. So I'm definitely in for the ride. Like I, I this is where like it not being like the comics pays off because it's something the comics isn't giving you. Like even the way they handle Superman with a kid is not how this does it. This does it more yeah. for like it, we you know you have to connect with him as a parent <laughs> or connect with the kid as a kid to do it. Whereas in the comics, you're watching Super, you know how amazing he is, and you know his kid's gonna be amazing. And it's like, yeah, they'll just do a time jump to when the kid's, you know, eh, big. There's not a lot of trials with it. Like, even Batman's kid, like, he's got a real kid. It's like, oh my God, this is the time where Batman should feel fear. And then they just make his kid, it's like, his kid's even more dangerous than he is. Right, exactly. Right. It's true. You don't get that 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 like deconstructive superhero with you know that's part of having a secret identity. The reason is you don't want your kids hurt, you know, and that would it make an interesting story, but it's I think that story in particular is more interesting in TV than it is in comic books. So, and, and I think this is where the dude, I, I, I wrote down the guy's name and I left my fucking post-it on the toilet. Um, but uh, uh, the, the, the dude, the showrunner, because he, he, he decided, like, I think it was his decision to step away from the Arrowverse so that he could do the story he wanted to do. And I'm like, yeah, this is it. Like, this is the, this is the deconstruction of Superman as a parent. <laughs> you know, yeah. a, a, as a family man, and you know, and this this dude, this swarthy Superman that I hated when I first saw, yeah. is doing it so well. Like, yeah, you know, he, he everybody, over everybody is like just acting, yeah. like, and you know, the dude from the X Men, like he's he's good. You know, so, so when I saw him in there, I'm like, I'm in. You know, they're not afraid to do the the the, the costumes, but they don't have to do them all the time either. So it's like it just works like so it looks grounded enough at where they can really just focus on the story but give you the comic booky stuff that that you yeah. like perfect balance for me so yeah, yeah. I definitely like hey, like I know I'm going long-winded for your question <laughs> I have no hope for it but I I'm enjoy every second as I go with it <laughs> you know about, I, I think it's good enough that it's going to get canceled <laughs> how, how about you Oz like being somebody that you know you you been watching and you've come through these these past two seasons how do you feel about the premiere of season three and does it feel like it's it's going in a good direction to you uh i think it's a it's a good start like i said most of the episode uh, episode one is kind of setting up the world after what happened in season two and uh you know letting you know where everybody's at and what's a not just Superman and his family, but 
you know, the other characters, you know, Lana, Lana Lang and her husband and what's going on there and, and all that. It, it's it's good setup. Um, they don't spend like too much time on that. Like there's still you still get the Superman saving um saving people mixed in with him, you know, his his problems with his kid. You know, so they they're able to kind of balance it out just right. And right. uh I have a lot more confidence in what's oh, that? Wait, what did you say, Jay? You also get Beppo's one night stand. Yeah, but one night stand. So I have a lot more confidence in the writers of this show than Gotham Knights, which I think episode two just came out too. So yeah. Got gotta go check that out. Yeah. The Port the Owls with those beaks, man. They got those beaks. <laughs> so Jay, is it is it fair to say that um episode one didn't necessarily, you know, bowl you over with how with how good it is? No, it didn't bowl me over. Okay. And I would definitely say because I hate the CW app so much. I probably will not continue watching. Um, well, let's say it was. It, let's say it was on Amazon, Jay. If it was on Amazon, would you continue watching? On Prime, yeah. Like okay, if, if it was on Prime or on HBO Max, I would probably mm -hmm. keep watching. Okay. It'll be so that deal they used to have with Netflix. Now they have with HBO Max. So I wish they would just have it like how the TBS does it, where they just. Give you some of that stuff, but no, I think with CW stuff, you have to wait till the end. Yeah, it's unfortunate for that and Gotham Knights because I, I do kind of want to keep watching that, but not enough to go on the CW. Do you like Gotham Knights more or Superman and Lois season three more? Uh, unfair comparison because I <laughs> really am dropped into a whole bunch of stuff, Superman and Lois. So it like we got the nights. I'm there at the beginning where everything is happening, so I'm a little more invested there. Gotcha. As opposed to yeah, where Superman and Lois. A world changing event happened then, but oh, that was another thing. I'm the episode, they do like a last, like a little kind of um, a recap of things that happened, and I swear to fuck, this was the most useless recap I've ever seen. Like, it tells you nothing. Like, literally nothing. <laughs> Look, it's, like, it's so funny you know, that you say that. Nobody... Huh? Go ahead, I'm sorry. What'd you say? You go, You keep oh. going, Jam. No, it was just, it was just the character. The characters and they'll say like a random thing to each other that 
just sounds like normal conversation and they're like playing it like it's important and it's like like no she, she just said hi like what why is that like we're cool and you know like recap like what the world ending event was like what like something to get me into it and it's just like you know just random characters saying hello to each other and i was like man it was like, like just had the new fucking useless it didn't help at all say again you had the new fortress of solitude being created No, 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 really. Oh, that might have been. No, it happens at the end. It's at the end of the recap. But but the funny part is I had the same thought process that Jay did, but I felt differently about it only because there was a part of me that was like, uh, I know they're going to recap the season. And like, I didn't watch season two. And I kind of want to watch it, but they're going to spoil it for me. And then I was watching this recap, and I basically had the same thought process that Joe did, except that I was like, oh, cool. Like, the only thing I know is at the end, there's a Fortress of Solitude that he made for the whole family. That's it. Like, because everything else, I was just like, I don't know what that, like, it was, it was 100%. Like, I'm not, ex- like, I know something happened. I'm not sure what it was. Like, he, Look, when you said today, Oz uh, Bizarro World, I'm like, oh, Bizarro World happened? <laughs> like, the, the recap don't say jack about Bizarro World. It just says that, you know, and then at the at the beginning of the episode, it I think Lois says that, you know, that they saved two worlds. And I was just like, oh, okay, I guess there must have been, I don't know what was happening. Like, I don't know if it was like, two worlds like trying to smash into each other or if it was like some parallel universe stuff. And then I did, it did, I realized that, okay, there is people here from what seems like some sort of alternate reality or something. So I'm like, okay, I'm getting that. But it, it, it like Jay hit it spot on where I was like that, like that recap, if you don't, if you didn't watch that season, you don't know what it, what's happening in there, except for I got a family Fortress of Solitude now. <laughs> and I'm like, how's everybody get there? <laughs> like, like, can they only go with the superpower people? Because everybody got to get flown over there. Like, I don't even, I don't know. Like, it's like, okay, it's a family fortress of solitude, but you got to come with us. Otherwise, you got to charter your own jet to Antarctica. Well, like, look, <laughs> I agree. It's all about family. Oh, family. <laughs> all right. By the way, did you realize that um, the the uh, the that one guy was uh, Steel and his daughter? Yeah, I, yeah. I did. Yeah, and that's where I was like a little. That's not like the comics, because like the female Steel, like the female Steel is like his niece, right? <laughs> so it's not his daughter. So. That's why I'm like, well, they explained that in season two. Oh, okay. Wait a minute now. So I know that I knew that it was Nat was, you know, like Steel, or I can't remember what well, she was the second Steel, right? Yeah. That was her name, right? But the other dude is supposed to be John Henry Iron? Yeah. 
thought John Henry Irons, they said, got killed. Yes. It, they thought he got killed. Yeah. No, he did. Oh. It's a, a parallel universe. There's a parallel universe. That's why the guy isn't actually her, his, her, her uncle. Her grandfather or whatever. And that's why they, they, okay. they tell, yeah, that's why they tell him, hey, you know, you used to be her grandfather. Like, she's known you as her grandfather. And I know it's not you because different worlds and all that, but you're a dick. I didn't know. Yeah. I didn't know that that guy was supposed to be John Henry Irons. Like, he's, look, I he, knew. Needs a, uh, he needs a muscle suit. <laughs> well, yeah, no, I mean, an Iron Man suit. Yeah, but he listens. He he listens too good. He needs to stop listening. <laughs> um, but yeah, like because even like that's well, I I guess he didn't watch the second episode. But in the second episode, no, like, <laughs> she has a uh, the the Nat or Natalie because it's yeah. not Natasha. Um, she has like the dude that she lo- was with in the other world. She they find for her here, and so it's like, oh, go go meet him. Maybe he's cool here too, you know. And so that's when they go to this party, which which I thought was that was kind of like dumb and useless, but it actually was a good moment for uh, the super team, uh, Jordan. Like, oh, gotcha. Yeah, and you know, I don't like this recast for the other kid, for Jonathan. Oh, they recast him? Yeah, they recast him with a nerdier looking kid instead of like the athlete looking guy. And he doesn't uh, look like a nerd. He looks like a cool. No, but nerdier than the the original. Oh, what happened to the other guy? guy? I think he got like cancer or some shit. No, he he left, but I forgot. He left. uh... I was hoping it was something worth it for that horrible. It's like when you get a bad artist on a new arc of a comic. Like. This one got she hulked. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just him, you know. Uh, it was just him. <laughs> but, but, but he plays the part well, like, performance-wise, like, he's, like, he, he it's almost seamless. But... Uh, Why you gotta be ugly? Looked, yeah. <laughs> I mean, just be less, you know, less ugly. Like, you know, Look, it's like I, Pizarro, Jonathan Kent. <laughs> you can't say that to his face, man. That 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 young man is is... Friggin' white and blonde, like he's never been called ugly before, man. Yeah, like man. he will break his whole world. <laughs> yeah, I'm the other guy it. just chose to leave, and for personal reasons, which usually means drugs, allegedly. Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, why? He left for what personal reasons, and look, in Hollywood, personal reasons is. Oh, I mean, man. it's like when you, it's like when you you go to the yeah. hospital for. Dehydration, it's always drugs. No, no, it, it's like it's when they tell you at work, like you know, you should quit, quit the drugs, but quit the work first. Yeah, that kid could have messed around to decide he wanted to finish his education or something. Yeah, what a fucking moron. He's on the hit TV show, a <laughs> fucking moron. Like, he literally doesn't need education. Like, if this show keeps going, he could get syndication money and. He can make money off of the booths at Comic Con for eternity. Like he's got Shatner money. It, it, yeah, if he just Shatner money. Yeah. Now he's just a random Jedi from the prequels at, at Star Wars Celebration. Yeah. The the speculation what? is because it's filmed in Canada and they're really strict on on vaccines. Uh. And so they think that that's what 
influence his decision. Uh, so either way, it's a form of drugs. Like yeah. vaccines are drugs well, too, right? And he's an idiot. He didn't want to take a vaccine. Yeah. Jeez, we don't know for sure. This is all speaculation. Either yeah, way. Yeah, listen, I agree. We don't know for sure. Yeah, <laughs> 10 seconds to rate it. 10 seconds to rate it. Jay, what's your rating? Uh, three. Cool. All right, now we can relax. <laughs> Damn you, Jay. Was he really <laughs> waiting for that? Yeah. Oh, cool. Like he no, it, we I got it right on time. I got it with eight seconds to the marker so we could get his rating. Oh, I thought. Oh, yeah, I thought if he was on after thirty, it was cool. I didn't know no. why it took forty-three. That, that's only if he's willing to like, like if he took a nap earlier in the day. <laughs> like, love how you make Jay sound like a, a old aunt. <laughs> no, no, look, I, I'm the dude. Like, I, I nap at four on show days. I nap at four o'clock in case we go late. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, no, I'm speaking. I'm projecting onto Jay. <laughs> All right, but look, we look. Unless y'all got something else to say about it, we probably should rate it too. I'm mad I didn't keep watching it from the start. No, it's a good show. It's a good show, and I'm mad I missed season two. But it's I'm going back. Surprisingly good, show. like for CW, like it's even shot like more cinematic, like 100. percent it, It's, it's like, a different. It's a whole different type of show. It's yeah. not like a CW show. It should be like on HBO or something or FX. <laughs> I'm, oh yeah, I'm gonna ask you all for your ratings, and then I want to ask you all a different question afterwards. But Oz, what would you rate? Uh, I'm gonna Super go with, with five out of five. I've been watching it since day one. I've been telling you, it's a surprisingly well written show. It's the you best did tell written, from day one. The best written Superman, and I'm starting to get over the fact that uh, what this guy looks like. Yeah, yeah, yeah one of these. Much like his five o'clock shadow, he's growing on me. Although, like, depending <laughs> on if you look at, like, Superman. <laughs> if you watch, like, a Roberto Ramos, like, if you read a Roberto Ramos, like, uh, uh, Superman book, like, he does have hairy arms. So, true, but I feel like that's different. Hey, look, I- I'm making it comic related, I'm making it like the comics. Too, <laughs> you know? Uh, Mo, what would you rate Superman and Lois? Uh, I I mean like that it's a five like <laughs> knowing what I know from the first few episodes and then seeing this one it's like it's a five like it's, my regret is not watching this all the way through and it, like I said yeah. earlier even there's a scene the scene where she gets told she could have cancer in the second episode it's like they they expose for the light of the window but the window is like just jarring enough so that you can still see her face and her face is in the shadow and it's like and it's a precursor for the rest of the episode because she's just like hiding like they're having their whole issues and she's just hiding in the background just thinking about her cancer even and, and then she puts on the poker face to talk to the family and then it, you know and it's just a build up to when Superman finds out that she's got fucking cancer. And it's like, that's the villain he can't beat. <laughs> you know? Like, when he finds out, it's like, fuck. I fucked up Doomsday. I can't fuck up cancer. And this one's gonna hurt the most. Like, you get that in the performance. You get that in, the in like, three seconds in the second episode. It's like, dude, like, this is a... This is a yeah, fuck you, uh, Scorsese. <laughs> Superhero can be cinema. 
<laughs> and they do it on fucking TV <laughs> on a week week basis. You know what I mean? And this is like, uh, as a lover of comics, it's like, I've been telling you motherfuckers, like, this is, you can get whatever you're missing on any medium you can get in fucking comics. <laughs> you just gotta read some fucking comics. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, it's a great show. I give it a five, too. Like, it's, it's hard to deny, just because even the parts about it that I don't like, I kind of mm-hmm. like, it's so, it's good enough to just be like, get over it. Yeah. <laughs> like you know, so yeah, yeah, five. Like um, the Adam Man yeah. fight was good, like because <laughs> it's like it could be just an easy brawl, but ended up being a dialogue too. Like that's what you fucking call cinema, Scorsese. <laughs> like it's not a, <laughs> a brawl. It's definitely comics. I don't yeah. like. <laughs> it's definitely comics. It's like yeah. it's, it's, definitely, it's definitely shot in a cinematic fashion. So I guess it could be both. Yeah. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. Um, what I wanted to ask you all about is the, happening now too, right? Is the final season of Flash. Uh, it's yeah. like, and I was just like, how are y'all feeling about that? And is that like, like, it, I, I, I don't know, uh, Oz, if you've been watching Flash this entire time up until now, like, are you current in Flash? Yes. Okay, so so you're definitely in on the final season. I mean, I'm watching it. I don't know what you mean by in. <laughs> you're watching it. That's what. That's all I mean. It's like you're you're definitely watching it. Like, yeah, it, 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 it wouldn't make sense. Too, too late. Right. Exactly. Like, it doesn't. It, it doesn't make any sense for you to stop watching Flash all of a sudden right now. And then you know, Mo. I know you haven't watched a season of Flash in what? How many years? At this point, it's got to be like six. Because they're on what ten. It's like nine or ten, yeah. Yeah. Damn, is that true? I mean, I'll look it up, but I'm pretty sure it's, yeah. it's either nine or ten. I, I, I la- the last I watched was the Savitar season, and that's because, you know, I, I was mad about it from the beginning, but like they made Flash cool, uh, for non-Flash readers, uh, because Flash readers know how cool he can be, especially Barry Allen. So. Like, I can see doing a Barry Allen show, even, like, procedural with the police shit and the superhero shit. And, but this is not what they did. They, they made Flash into Spider-Man. And then by season four, it was Savitar. That's Kane, man. That's Web of Death from 1994. You know? like So, so it, like, what the reveal was that it was actually a, a time clone of him. It's like, that's fucking Kane. Kane is a time clone of Spider-Man from Web of Death. <laughs> in 1994, after the clone saga, so it's like, man, you know, like even like working at Star Labs, like that—that's literally what was happening in Spider-Man <laughs> week in, week out when it came out. Like that—that yeah. slot eats the writer credit on <laughs> the first yeah. three seasons of Flash, you know. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so that—that that, I put up with it until the Savitar thing. Once that reveal came, I'm like, you know what? I—I'm I, just gonna wait till they do good Spider-Man, and you know, ten years later they did. It it is I'm, season nine. It, it premiered in 2014. Wow, that's crazy. So it, Mo, like knowing that's the final season of Flash, is there any chance that you you might either check out this final season or try to catch up and watch it all, like binge it um, later? When there was the premiere of this last season? Uh, a couple I months ago. I can, like, give you, I can give you a date. 
Okay. I might I might check it out. I know I wanted to jump back in like around eight or so because that's when Eric Wallace started writing on it. And it's like I gotta support mm-hmm. him. He's a friend of the show. Yeah. He's yeah, a cool, yeah. Eric he's a cool dude to yeah. hang out with. And you know, I loved Eureka. Yeah. And you know, yeah, I met no, him. He's a good writer. So I'm like, ah oh, man, like he's a good and, and he loves that. What he brought to the flash from what I saw was this more like almost Doctor Who-y sci-fi adventure thing, which is what that show needed because that's what it didn't take from from Dan Slot. It was simplifying everything. So I, I don't know how good he did that, but I know like the sci-fi adventure, like that's the man, Eric Wallace. So um, the, the season premiered in February. They're on episode six. Okay. Yeah, I might I might start catching if I have if I find the time. Uh, but dude, um, the, what they did with Red Death Oh my god! Yeah, if you were mad about Savitar, Red Death should really piss you off. Yeah, I, I look again. It just depends how much of a fan. Like, it's not what they did with Red Death for me. It's what they did with the Flash. Is they made him Spider Man? <laughs> like, like, are they? Are there any of the big bads that are happening in Flash that aren't speedsters? No. Okay, because I was like, like every big bad is a speedster, and it's like, how many seasons can you do that before you're like, okay, enough? Like, let's do something. Like, Flash has a rogues gallery. Yeah, no, the, the rogues gallery like show up every now and then. You know, it, like, oh, why can't any of like, them be the big bad? I think about this when I'm like wanting to write comics, and I'm like, dude, like, like, what if somebody just went up against Superman? But he's just a very powerful narcissist that just tells him that there's really no hope. There's no reason <laughs> to do what he does. And it really, like, it just doesn't matter. <laughs> like, nothing. You, Yeah, you're going to beat me and you're going to save people. But people are going to be the same shit they are. Like, <laughs> why save them? Superman to lose hope. <laughs> like, ultimately, you can't save them from themselves. You can save them from me, but not from themselves, you know? And ultimately, like, Superman will overcome that. You know, because that's what it is. Unless you know, I, I, unless that's what happened in uh, <laughs> what you call it? Uh, what's that? The Mark Wade one. <laughs> the what's that she called? Uh, in 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 so, corruptible or in the uh, nine. Oh oh, irredeemable. Irredeemable. You know, like yeah. But you know, it's like really like yeah, like that's the villain that you get. And then same thing with like with with a uh, like what if it could be like. A dude that just made a airborne carbohydrate that would just clog like Barry Allen's <laughs> arteries. You know, like it would just stress him out to the point where his cortisol levels can't pump blood or oxygenate his blood in time. You know, like just thicken it a little bit, you know. Just just localized air pressure around him, you know, like and that, you know, you, you gotta get creative with these people. And that, that's the problem with DC, I think, too, where it's like it's you know, it shows in the movies where it's like, okay, you got Shazam, you gotta get the daughters of Atlas. But what do you but what what if you get the one that comes after? What if like Freddy Krueger comes while Billy Batson is sleeping? You know what I mean? Like that that's like while he while he's actually afraid and feels vulnerable, and you could really like just attack him there. You know, <laughs> like what if Michael Jackson came after Billy Batson? You know, what I mean, <laughs> so shit like that. You know, like that that that's what I think about. Like when it's like if I'm gonna write a comic, I would do that. But ultimately, that's only gonna be good for an arc. And then what do I got to decide? I don't do it because 
then I got to do it the next arc. <laughs> no, you don't have to, like, you don't have to do. Uh, I don't have to do anything. No, again, that's my own super villain. I don't have to do anything because <laughs> it doesn't matter. I'm just saying. People are going to shit on your comic no matter how creative it is. <laughs> that's true. But yeah, you, know, you uh, can do a limited, you can do a limited series. I could just have the fan fiction in my head. I'm good with that. <laughs> and I'll have yeah. the fans in my head too. <laughs> and that's interesting. Yeah, I, I think I would like to. I if I can, if I could catch up, which I, I've definitely, you know, I've watched more of Flash than you have, but you know, I didn't realize it was like like we're, this is season nine. Like I think that I don't think I saw the last two seasons at all. Yeah, so I'm like that's a lot of Flash to catch up on. Is uh whatchamacallit still on the show? Is uh is um oh damn it. His wife. Yes. Flashes wow. She hung in there, huh? She's uh she's his lightning rod. She's gonna have she's gonna have a, a, a prime booth at every comic convention <laughs> in the country. She's gonna make a living eighty dollars a signature, at least fifteen of those a day. For the rest of her fucking life, unlike that dude that played Jonathan Kent, that left her per didn't want to get a little prick. Instead, he acted like a little prick. <laughs> just angry at him for no reason. <laughs> ah, you know, it's just stupid reason. Like, yeah, like a career, man. Like, how you gonna like the show is actually good. How are you going to give yeah. up that? Like, you're going to have a career from this show. Like, literally, if it's just signing pictures of yourself, you're going to have a All fucking right. career. It's like the dude that, like, the dude that left the Beatles and Ringo came in. Like, Pete Best. Like, you know, he's like, I, I don't want to wear leather jackets. Like, you know, we all wear leather jackets. And he's like, I don't like leather jackets. And then he, now, then Ringo came in. He's like, I'll wear the leather jacket. Fuck it. You know? Then the Beatles <laughs> blow up, and it's like, they go into suits. And change their hair. The Beatles become the fucking Beatles. Pete Best is like, I was one week away from them giving up on those leather jackets. <laughs> oh, that's too funny, man. So, all right, cool, man. All right, anything else before we get out of here today? Uh, I want to answer Tiger Call's question. He said, Moses, you yeah. gotta watch review. And review uh, Agent Elvis when it comes out on Netflix, and I, I probably will not. I, I don't think Agent, I, Elvis. I, Agent Elvis is uh, Elvis um, being like the secret agent type guy, like because you know that happened in you know it didn't happen in the movie Elvis, but in real life where he got deputized by uh, as a like a DEA agent or something from uh, by Nixon and. Uh, to, to uh, stop drugs in like Tennessee. And so it, Elvis is like, oh, I'm Sheriff Elvis now, you know? And, you know, shit like that. Like every, everybody loved Elvis to the point where they just catered to his bullshit. Like, I want to be a black belt. And then somebody gave him a black belt. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I want to be a black belt. <laughs> yeah. So he, he was karate master Elvis for a while. And so there, there, this show is actually making fun of that. But for me, it's a serious thing. Like, we're having a lot of problems with meth heads here. And Part of it is because Nixon treated the marijuana um, to the with severity, but yet deputized Elvis. So he Nixon made it so that the UN would categorize marijuana higher than heroin and meth and coke and everything, like as a danger to the planet. 
And because of that, we can't actually legalize marijuana even federally. And um, because it's the like now we have to fight against the UN to do it federally because of Nixon. So when it came to to LA, like what they did is just they decriminalized everything, uh, so that now you can get caught with meth and everything, and you don't get a felony like you used to, just so that you I can go buy a vape at my local law-abiding, uh, tax-paying. Uh, properly coded and permitted dispensary, you know, and I can grow my own as well. And and now we're having problems. Like I, I went, I decided to cheat on my diet and I went to Jack in the Box and I got two motherfuckers smoking in the fucking dining room meth. And oh, I'm like, oh, Jack in the Box? Oh, Jack in the Box. And I'm like, oh, wow. I mean, I'm sitting there like I smell a weird smell, but I'm like, you know, it's Jack in the Box. Like it's probably just the meat. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, yeah. I, I turn around because I'm like, what the fuck? And I see this cloud of smoke, and then I start feeling the effects of it. You know, hey, look, oh I, my God. no saint. <laughs> my brain knows what to do when that shit hits your lungs, right? So right, right. I, I wanted to put out that fire, and I wanted to do it with a fucking fire extinguisher to their fucking head. But then I'm the problem. You know what I mean? Damn. I call the fucking police. They say, oh, you're the second person that called. Uh, we're we're going to send somebody over now. Just because I was the second person to call. <laughs> you know? And I'm like, you know, I, 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 my, my, my little dude clients in the neighborhood, like, they go eat Jack in the Box three times a week because they're in a shitty family. You know? They got to put up with that motherfucker. <laughs> like, it'd be easy. I, I'd be doing the world a disservice if I cut his fucking head off. But then I'm the problem. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's like, you know, and then I had to deal and then finish my work while having essentially high on meth, you know, and I hate it. I hate meth. So, you know, so it's like, you know, I gotta, look. So I, I like the, the fact that you can joke about Agent Elvis on Netflix is a fucking insult to me <laughs> as a, a naturalist cannabis user for medicinal and uh uh you know recreational purposes. recreational purposes you know like it's just so, like, and it is a comedy it, yeah it's a comedy and it's making fun of and it's making fun of Nixon's rule but nobody like you, they're making fun of it but nobody's doing nothing to change it like the the the, the Britney Griner chick we couldn't help her because of that, people in jail now, we can't help them because of that UN rule. We can't even, as a country, federally tax it properly because of that fucking rule that Nixon did. You know? And it was all just to get Mexicans deported. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and, and jazz musicians to not play at certain venues. Yeah. Crazy. Alright. Yeah. And so all that right. we make you know, use wood lumber instead of hemp lumber, but you know, this isn't that show. Let's, indeed. <laughs> All right, let's do some final thoughts. I think I just gave mine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, let's. Can you play the music? Yeah. Or do I need to play it? <laughs> Thank you. All right. Thank thank you for your final thoughts. <laughs>
Oscorp, final thoughts. Uh, the card season three is still good. And I know Jay watches the parts of the show he's not on. So I think he would be interested to or feel better about the show. Uh, because it, apparently Picard is really good at, at speaking to Joran. So he obviously does spend a lot of time on Bajor, which I think was like one thing he hated about the show. Is there a new episode of that? There's a new season, like the fifth or sixth episode already. No, no, I, I, I know there's a new season. I'm asking about like the last. I thought that it was done. Is it not done? No, it's ten. Each season is this season is ten episodes. I think they're like on five or six. Okay, like I know, uh, like a new episode didn't come out last week, so did. I just thought it was done. So, but. If there's a new episode, I want to make sure I go check it out because I like those, it this season. Those first two episodes of this last season are like a bomb ass Star Trek movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> those two episodes just work really, really well together. Episode six is tomorrow, and um, the the guy the guy making it, Metalis, he basically wanted to make Star Trek movies. They gave him ten episodes, mm-hmm. so he made a trilogy of movies. Oh, so, nice. Yeah, when you episode four, it feels like you just finished watching a movie, and then the last like ten mm-hmm. minutes would be the setup for the next movie. Nice. It's definitely it's, it. This this season is definitely very cinematic, so that's that's good to know. This okay, this cool. is what it should have been from the beginning, but you know you get what you get. I see. I like the first two seasons of Picard nice. a lot, and you have that dog in the that's first. Not, no, that's not like that's not like. But here's the thing. It's like it makes more sense that, like, you know, that you don't go and start off with all of this that's happening. Like, you know, it's like I, I kind of feel like, like, you know, if we started off with him in his chateau and then we get to where we are now, I'm like, dude, I feel like this fool's out of his depth. But now it's like, oh no, he's been doing some stuff the last couple of years. He's like, I'm all right, you know. <laughs> but he's not. He's fucking Picard. Yeah, but watch watch TNG. Yeah. He he knows what he's doing. Watch no, the movie. No, no, no. I'm not. Who's been I'm out not, there? I'm not saying he's not capable. What I'm saying is, let the like, especially since he's been sitting at the chateau for a while, an adventure to knock the rust off doesn't hurt. Hey, you know why he got to be in the chateau? Why can't he just be Admiral Picard about to retire when suddenly he gets this message? Listen, that's how that's how the story was written. That's how it should have been. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. That's how this season started. He's finally decided to retire, and he gets his message. Boom, season takes off. It was like, this will don't retire. He's like, I'm going to retire. He's like, oh, back into action. You know why? (laughs) It's like he says in one of the episodes, uh, the Federation is family. (laughs) He did say that. He's like, it's all the family I need. All right. For the entire uh, podcast. Oh, one more final thought. Um, uh, Willow <laughs> season one ended, and then Willow season two got canceled. You're not getting season two. So uh, you're welcome. And if you need a, a, other Disney series uh, canceled, let me know. Yeah, I liked Willow too. Messed up. No, it, wasn't, it, it wasn't about know. family. So it's canceled. It actually <laughs> was literally. It was literally about. Barely family. family. 
literally. You know, like, like, there's people in it with 501 jeans. Like, you know. <laughs> Listen, all jeans are is cotton. Stop it. That stitching you can't get in the woods unless you have a, an industrial machine with a little Chinese kid doing it. They got magic. <laughs> okay. For the entire Fantastic Four, thank you all so much for hanging out with us. We do appreciate you. Please uh, hit us with some feedback. Hit us on our social media. Let us know what you like, what you don't like, what you want to see more of. We got a Discord. Uh, you can go. Oh, well, actually, yeah, you can go to fantasticforum.live to get into the Discord. Right? Yeah, you just got to update the Discord link every like three <laughs> days. Oh, do you really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. So ho- hopefully, you can go to fantasticforum.live and we'll let you into Discord. If not, you just. Hit us on social. You'll get into Discord if you want to do that. We would love for you to hang out and and talk to us there, too. So uh, until next week, we're the Fantastic Forum. Good night.